The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast. My name is Shabazz and of course I am joined. First of all, I'm joined by two fellows, two men who I haven't seen in a very long time on this table. We saw each other like like every day last week. But were uh, we around this table though? That's you, you well, missed you didn't take out the table. That, okay, that's my fault. But I also did say We did eat around, around a table. When do we eat not when do we eat around a table? We usually eat standing up. No, we, we don't. We have a table. Do we eat upside down as well too? Like we bats? do we do eat upside no, down. I'm just man. What? We have tables in our life. All right. All this right. is the first time we've been together around this table right now. This in table this that studio. says the movie podcast on it in a bunch of different logo variations. Yeah, the one that has the little weird drawings that Anthony's been doing in the corner over there. It You're looks, drawing looks on like my a, table? Just looks like a penis, men. not sure. Oh. <laughs> men being hanged. Men, what? And it just says Shane and Daniel. I thought you were like hangman, you know, hangman from Top hang- Gun Maverick, oh, no. you know, Glenn well, Powell. No. Yeah, no. No. Well, you know what, guys? We've already started off on a weird note so far, but let me introduce you two guys right now and these two guys right here these two men whose names i'm avoiding to say daniel hello there awesome that's great that's pretty good hello there Thanks. and anthony anthony how you doing man <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you like a, like a character from a video game like an npc man <laughs> 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 well. you had some news to tell us you were so excited news. you were so excited just, to share it's please just an anniversary us. thing you know what it's is been, it uh, 16 years how many years since? off the bottle you know, I'm a big soccer oh fan. God. You know that, right? Like football and football. for our European listeners and soccer for our North yeah. American listeners. Football for everyone else and then soccer for North for pretty much, for yes. North or rugby for the people that are not calling it that. That's a different it sport. Brought, <laughs> it's not the same sport. It was brought to my attention. It's been 16 years since Italy won the World Cup in 2006. Where were you when they won the World Cup? I was at a restaurant. Yeah. I don't remember Italian the restaurant. restaurant? No, oh, no, I, I forgot problem. what restaurant it was. But um, Dave and Buster's. It, it's. <laughs> I don't think it was Dave and Buster's. No, it was. But we can't say it wasn't Dave and Buster's. Yeah, it was. There's, it there's a Dave possibility. Okay, I can we let you know that. Okay, it wasn't I know that. because it, there was no like loud noises and music. You know, like video games. Oh, you're one of those quiet restaurants. Oh um, God. But yeah, no, it, just, it was brought to my attention. It's been it's been 16 years. Yeah, that's, wild. That's wild, right? 2006 to now, 16 years. Mm-hmm. That's but yeah, yeah, it was almost like yesterday. But then I realized other World Cups have happened since. Um, <laughs> it's it's funny you bring that up though, because I had a dream last night. It has nothing to do with Italy tell- winning the World Cup. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, man, I'm a I'm a sorcerer. You are, but here's here's what's interesting though. My dream last night was about me directing a Superman movie. Oh, that's and, not the same. But, yeah, but this, I've, I've, you lost me. So but far. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's important 
because the movie was in 2006 and it was like i was oh. directing superman returns oh, in that time that. which also came out 16 years ago almost did it have uh, zizu being headbutting matarazzi yeah exactly mm-hmm. they they were all in that you yeah. know Tati was there all of them were were there in this in the superman movie. no it's just, it's just weird that like they were playing they're, they're, they had to they're, fight they're the superman there's a soccer scene or a football scene in the yeah, film they the kick Daniel him to death with making. balls yeah they try and kill superman with a soccer ball and then <laughs> a he kryptonite just, soccer ball yeah uh no but it's just weird that literally last night i had a dream that i was directing a superman movie and it was in 2006 for some reason i don't know why because yeah. i think i was i was thinking a lot of superman this week and Comic-Con's coming up, so we'll talk all about it that. But, but yeah, yeah, to our yeah. Italian listeners, uh-huh. we're still... All we're, six we're, of them. No matter, no matter if we're in a World Cup or not, which we're not in this year, yeah. we're still World Cup champions. We have you four are. of them. And yeah. it's been one year since we won the Euro Cup last year. We beat England. Oh, yeah, I forgot that to, was To that our was English listeners... Good luck this year in the World Cup. Yeah. Try to win one. I, I thought you were going know? to say something yeah, in another language. I'm def- like, but no, yeah. there's this English guy. Fucking... There's one guy just yelling at you right yeah, now yeah. in his car on the left side He's of the road. Liverpool and yeah, right side Manchester of the road. United yeah. and all these. Sorry, I don't. Know. Richmond! Roy Kent. The That's blue, a Ted Lasso. The blue, the Chelsea? Blue. Chelsea. The blue? The Italy's blue. Yeah, isn't Chelsea blue too? Chelsea's blue as well, yeah. Oh, yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I don't know the places in England. I, don't, <laughs> I just know the Queen. Yeah. The Queen doesn't play soccer. Though. I just know off of like people on Instagram who make and it I'm, their that's personalities. My yeah. But it's like all sports, right? Yeah. You know? But, and, yeah, and, good, and I think... Good luck to everyone in the World Cup this year. Good yeah. luck to everybody. In Qatar, because, you know, that's what's so interesting. I mean, we're, we should be watching the, the beautiful game being played right now, but because it's so hot in Qatar, yeah. they're like... No, let's push this event to November when it's only 60 degrees uh, Celsius. True. I've been to Qatar and it is quite hot. Have you been to Qatar, really? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very hot. Well, when I used to live in the Middle East, you going to Qatar was like going to Scarborough. Like it was oh. not a big deal at all. Like, oh, okay. It was just right above where I lived. So it was, you would drive there sometimes or. How else would you get there if you didn't drive? Would you, you can't walk. You fly there. Oh, yeah. It's a different country. Okay, but but you made it seem like Scarborough. You're not going to yeah, fly but, to Scarborough. Like, but I'm saying, like, it, it's so it's so it's so common to go there, oh, right? Got like, you, it's got so you, cheap to go okay. there that you would just kind of do it. Um, so yeah, it, it's very hot. It's I'm not surprised. Like, I mean, again, there's been a lot of controversy surrounding the uh, whole development of this thing as well. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. I mean, it's the it's FIFA. They're the I'm boycotting. Most... This is not really a World Cup in my eyes. This is is it because Italy's not in it? Is that why? That and also like you know <laughs> that mostly the tragedy of Qatar being the host city yeah. yeah it's 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 again with with all fifa things there's always a lot of corruption and back end yeah, deals like the and biggest corrupted they're one of the most corrupt they're pretty mafia like yeah they're they're very really corrupt think, very very corrupt. i think the mafia is different in the sense that you know there's you, respect though you seem to know about the mafia <laughs> they wouldn't uh, 16 years ago they when, wouldn't uh, put themselves <laughs> in situations where you know people are used as slaves to build stadiums right like that's, yeah that's not a mafia yeah. thing no right but what do i know what what do you know i don't Nothing. know what you know hey, your I don't gun know just fell out of your pocket is that normal <laughs> oh <laughs> you want to put that gun back <laughs> hey, you know, we, lost, we lost a lot of mobsters this, this we did, we and, did. And, and it's funny gosh. goodfellas was on tv last night as well too and i was just like damn they're Ray all like, they're all passing away yeah they're all yeah well, i time. mean they're they they lived a great life though they, they did, lived yeah. during that golden age of like mobster these are movies. these are people that that you know we should just talk about them now we should know? just we'll talk just about, talk about them, them now let's, yeah. let's talk about uh 
We have obviously Ray Jay- Liotta. Ray, Ray, Ray Liotta, Liotta. We, yeah, we, we spoke we about spoke him about before. But Jim James Khan. Khan. James Khan. Yeah. Tony uh, Sirico. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Man. Icons and icons and, and and like when when we think of you know mob films or mob TV shows, it's Godfather and Sopranos. Yeah, you know it's like those are the two. Wow, you know, and it's like we lost you know we lost Sonny and we lost Polly. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And it's like they are um, such iconic you know characters in each of their respective shows and movies. So like to not yeah. have them, it's sad. It's sad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very sad. And obviously James Con, um, I I'm more familiar with just from all the different movies that he's yeah. done and everything, but, you know, to what's lose your, him. What's your other movie of James Conn that, like, comes to mind? Like, mine is Eraser. Yeah. Just because when I was, like, the only two films I really watched James Conn in was The Godfather and then Eraser with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, but, yeah, like, it's just, is when you come to a point in your life where the people that have made the movies that you love start passing is just yeah. it's sad and the shows that you love are yeah. sad because they're such iconic people in those roles you don't ever want to see them pass away no you but don't like you you know they, they live long lives yeah they and they and, and they live and and the thing i think with that we sometimes overlook with with celebrities and actors and directors is that they live the longest lives because they get to we get to keep enjoying their work all after all these years right um james Conn, obviously um, growing up, I loved Elf, so him being in that was a big yeah. one. But one of the, my the biggest one for me is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I've spoken about a bunch of Misery. Mm-hmm. You know, like him and Kathy Bates and Misery is break your legs. You know, like oh, but you dirty bird. <laughs> like, remember just, that scene? I, have you seen Misery? Yet, I haven't Jay? seen Misery, but I know about that scene. Yeah, that oh scene God, where when yeah. she puts like the plank of wood between his foot and just with the hammer. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. It's one of it's one of the greatest horror films. It's something watch. that could happen to us. You know, there could we be could. some really faint like fans out there, that crazy movie podcast us, yeah. and you know, they us. they want to they want to hear what we think about a movie before the embargo lifts. Yeah, and they, yeah that's how they do we're it. We're gonna break our ankles. Yeah, tell us what you really think about Thor: Love and Thunder. I already <laughs> told you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, it was okay, <laughs> but also like Tony uh, Sirico. Like, yeah. Just, oh my God. Polly is such an amazing he's my favorite character on 100 percent, and especially like we were getting such great memes as well from him Mm -hmm. like in in the recent time and i like man to see him and i i just started watching sopranos not long ago i mean i tried watching it back when it came out but i was recently going through it yeah and man he's so so damn good yeah like he fits the bill yeah it's like there's there's actors like that that they just come in and they're such great character actors and they know exactly like this is who you are. Even when you're not in this movie, this is who you're always going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And his, He's so and his weight, like his hair. I, I always call his, them wings. Yeah. Like they're just, they're iconic. They'll always be in my memory and they'll always be part of like the mobster. There's iconic because like Fonz's hair, I feel. Right. Like, yeah. like it's gray with these black wings. And yeah. You'll always, black sideburns, which you'll always, he will always be. Yeah. yeah. And so you know, it's, he, it's, it's cool. just, it's just so funny because like he cared about him with the tanning and everything. Oh, like yeah. That. Like, it's just, it's so iconic. We'll miss him. Yeah. We'll miss him for sure. Man. How are you doing though, Shay? You doing okay? You know, I'm doing great. Um, so the other day I was at a, uh, I was at a drive through and uh, I was getting my food and the person in front of me at the drive through I could hear them belting out through their speaker, like really aggressively and loudly at the drive through attendee. Um, and they were being like rude as hell, like just super rude. Um, anyways, they get their food and they kind of drive off. And like, I was really kind to of them and like, I could tell, I was like, Hey, I'm really sorry that, you know, that guy just yelled at you. And they're like, Oh, that's okay. It happens. I'm like, yeah. Okay, cool. Now the guy got his food and I'm wondering the whole time I'm wondering, did they do anything to his food? 
And do you guys ever have you guys ever had that experience where you got food and you ever wonder like, did someone mess with my food? Is that how you're doing, by the way? Is that that's been on your mind? Yeah, that's that was been on my mind, mind this whole time, eh? Uh, uh, for me personally, I'll go first, Daniel. Yeah, if you don't please. Mind. Um, I don't fuck with people who make your food. Make my Never food. I'm the same way. That's so what I was going to say. If something comes out bad, then that is something after. Yeah. Uh, but like not before either. But again, I'm not a rude person. I'm not going to go up and you know, yell at Throw someone. Throw a plate at the Never. face. <laughs> no. Th- yeah. Never fuck with anyone who does your food no. before or after. I think, you know, there's a way of doing and giving feedback to people. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times they take care of it. You know, we've done it so many times and we've gone to McDonald's and we're missing things yeah. on our yeah, and you And you feel bad because you kind of go to the counter like, hey... If you don't mind, but I think that I didn't want. There's a severed head in yeah. my burger. It's if it's not too much trouble, we come from an experience where we had to deal with the general public manners. So we, yeah, we know yeah. what it feels like to be. We've worked customer service. Yeah, by others. But. Yeah, and and you know that the people who treat you nicely, you will go to the ends of the earth for yeah. the people who are assholes to you. You're like. I ain't giving I, you nothing. I was gonna hook you up, but now I'm, I'm not gonna, hook gonna you down. Even, what to a train track? Oh, yeah. Well, that's aggressive. But have you ever had an experience that you think like your food's been messed with? Where, where I think my food's been messed with? Yeah. No, but I've I've gotten food before, and it's actually just happened recently. So when I went to watch the Leafs lose in Game Seven in May, oh. <laughs> um, I I was getting I usually, I'm a big fan of street meat. Like I like mm. going to school in Ryerson or Toronto met. Toronto Metropolitan University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd always get a hot dog or a sausage or whatever. Like, it's what I would get every day when I went to school. Um, but That's the one every day? Not every day, but like... Oh, I was like, damn, dude. It was, it was there. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, you get it, like, you would know the guy because it's the same guy there all the time, yeah, right? Yeah, Polly. Polly. Polly's there. Polly, yeah. Polly sausages, you know? Um, <laughs> Frankie Wieners. For Frankie Wieners? That's yeah. a great name for a place. 100%. Um but the person who was close to the Scotiabank Arena, his hands were very dirty. Oh! And when he gave when he when he was breaking apart my bread, yeah, and like he just he literally, spit in it to lube it he up. He literally <laughs> just looked like he was like in a coal mine. Oh! And he oh. gave me my food, and I literally just put the sausages in. My dad just looks at me because he's not wearing gloves or anything. And again, it's street meat. I'm not expecting the most cleanest of food, but I'm also right. not expecting like salmonella shit. And like same hand that he took the money, the cash. He used a I'm, pigeon to, I believe, cut open the. Yeah, I think yeah. A, p- a pigeon beak, a yeah. fresh pigeon. There beak. you go. <laughs> sir. Yeah. Cuts open the burger, uh, the, sorry, the, the, the the bun. Yeah. Puts the sausage in it, yeah. and then he just gives it to me. And my dad and I just kind of looked at each other, and we just we walked away. We paid for it, and then we just like just toss it out, put our food in the garbage nicely. Oh, afterwards. nicely. Because yeah. I'm glad you didn't sir, eat it. Can you wash your hands first? No, we're yeah, just I'm like... I'm glad you didn't eat it. Yeah. Yeah. But again, yeah, like Anthony said, never mess with anyone who makes your food. Regardless, I, I, I think the highest of people who work in kitchens and chefs and restaurants, but I also know that I don't want to mess with anyone who makes my food. Yeah. Yeah. Same I, with my with my mom. When my mom would make food, I don't mess with her. She, mess with she could food poison me. She could poison she me. She could poison and me. And I'll never know. You'll never know. She probably is poisoning you slowly every day. I've noticed your be. hair's falling out. Yeah. Yeah. Your eyes are bleeding too. Is that normal? <laughs> yeah. I, I have a gross story. Um, someone messing with your food? So food related. I, so I used to work at an oh, establishment. Was, you know the, the story. I do you know, know the story. Pizza it's, a, it's a pizza establishment. I won't say where. It's a pizza it's a restaurant. It's under a cover. It, it almost looks like a hat, but it's not. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah. so I used to work at one of these back in high school. So I was yeah. a young kid, okay? Yeah. And I was working with my buddy. And it's funny because the, the person this story occurred to, they're listening to the show probably right now as well. I'm going like, oh, I know what the story is. Yeah, just expose them right now. Yeah. Um, so Make sure you put first and last names. Today, yes, and exactly. And names, their address. Yeah. Um, and so we're working. And I was making a pizza. And I put it in the, in the oven to like go. And then I was working with my buddy. And he's like, hey, man, have you seen my Band-Aid? And I was like, what are you talking about? Why would I be looking for a Band-Aid? And I look at his finger because he had a cut that day. He's like, yeah, I I lost my Band-Aid. I'm like, dude, like maybe it fell on the ground somewhere. Like we didn't think anything of it. We were like, oh, it probably just fell off when he was washing his hands or whatever. Anyways, the next day I'm at school and, you know, we're starting the day in high school. And my friend comes up to me. She's like, hey, I ordered pizza yesterday from your place. And there was a Band-Aid in it. Oh, my God. No, man. And... I, first of all, what are the odds? What are the chances? Thank God. What are the man. chances? But at the same time, she was like, "Yeah, we didn't like say anything, but like we just called and kind of like got like new ones." And I was like, "Oh, oh my God, that was you!" Like, yeah, we were looking for the band aid. I'm like, "Can you give it back?" <laughs> like, I'm glad I ended up with you. <laughs> she has an open wound that she has to make pizza with. It's yeah, it, it's disgusting, and I'm so sorry for the audience that listened to that. But yeah, man, that's a funny story though. It's now, a, now you can laugh at it. It's a great story, but also it's it's one of those things that you're just like. Yikes. That, I've had hair in my food. You were with me when we had... Uh, I yes. was at a... We were in a, a spa in Toronto, and there was a... There was the hair, a, I feel, is very common. Yeah, but very it was common. like a very long hair, and I was yeah. just like, I cannot enjoy very this Very thick hair, now. too. Yeah, it's very thick I think, hair. I think it was a full eyebrow. <laughs> yeah, it comes <laughs> down to, would you go back after like in having an experience like that? Would you go back to eating from that place, or right. even going back to that brand? Because it's such a like a memory that you'll always remember when it you is. take that bite it's like oh there was hair or there was a band-aid yeah <laughs> or a or a finger you know? or like some sort of insect or whatever it's just once for me personally if i experience something like that i'm like it's your excommunicado it's, it's one and done but what about like like what about if it's, it's a big place i feel like that's a commonality at like mcdonald's like mcdonald's i've, I've never many i've never had knock on wood i've McDonald's. never had i've never had like a seven Unless finger I wasn't no one finger but like hair or hair, hair. or anything in no. my food no but you never. said you had hair in your food at that place but it wasn't mcdonald's oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and i've also no, never so gone that, back to that place yeah, since. Yeah. So no, that, but I, i've had it at mcdonald's a couple times and yeah. i'm like up oh, then is the, what it I, is if if i'm not aware of it and i have it then yeah. we probably eaten like, so much human hair oh yeah, yeah. definitely we're yeah, like little cats just coughing up calf balls hair balls gross yeah what is the show about again well, I'll get to that soon. Don't yeah. worry. Like, we're having fun, man. Are you in a rush? I'm not in a rush at all. I'm just yeah, I'm just trying to have a good time, I'm man. A little, it's I'm been a, a little jokey it's joke. It's been a while. We haven't uh, we haven't hung out in a long time. Dude, we hang out like every I want to do a two-hour episode of Nothing About Movies, though. Easy. <laughs> How long can we go? We've gone 18 minutes right now. Let's keep yeah, going. That's pretty good. That's pretty what else? It's been 18 minutes? What else you got? Yeah, let's move on, guys. Wow. <laughs> we'll Italy on. and the World Cup in 2020. And you probably have like four minutes more about talking about Italy, don't you? No, I don't. It's not, he's he's literally the greatest country. <laughs> in the world. What's greatest food, greatest everything. No, I'm what's your favorite soccer ball? What? <laughs> no, uh, well, the round ones. Okay, the round ones? size, the square ones. Adidas Air. You know, it's oh, beautiful, yes. beautiful ball. No, Nike. Anyways, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes on all the latest movies and series. Make sure to follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter. TikTok and Letterboxd, and don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Join our Discord. We're having some great conversations in Discord. People I love are, Discord. 
I love it. They're a great community. Community, Yes, they're a great community. And you can write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. We also just hit a great milestone in our in our podcasting world. And, you know, we're always just celebrating here. We were, we were number three on a list. And I'm going to get Daniel to let us know what that list is all about. Daniel, please tell us. So every year the FBI drops a new list. <laughs> yeah. Most wanted? Oh, the, no, no, no. <laughs> that list uh, we're higher on. That, that's that's a most wanted list, yeah. So uh, the good people at Feedspot put out a list of the 35 best Canadian movies podcasts. A uh, bit of a weird way of saying that, but I get it because of the, the categories. So the best Canadian movies podcast list is curated from thousands of a podcasts on the web and ranked by traffic, social media followers, domain authority, and freshness. And I think we're pretty fresh because the movie podcast came in at number three. Wow, three is a magic number, and it's it's a it was a great honor for us to see that we're in some great companies where they're too on that list as well. Too our good friends at Entitled are on the list as well, and um, it's awesome. It's it's awesome to see that you know we're we're uh, we've been around for about three and a half uh, three and a half years now, and. It's cool to be. Um, I don't count the first we're... year. You don't. Why don't you count the first because year? We why weren't, not? Like, though? We weren't there. Like you know, like we haven't established anything yet in that first year. Yeah. It's a second year. But it's but it's also like okay. So I'm I'm ten. Like as a baby, I don't count the first three we years because I just started, I just I just sat there. First year was like we're doing this for. For, for no, man. No, it wasn't. And the first then, year, Shay and I were like, this is a legit professional show anthony was just here for the hoo-hoos and ha-has eh? yeah it was that was a that was a very like telling moment we're all sitting down talking about how much we love this show and he's like yeah that was just a hobby <laughs> i never said a hobby i thought it was i just thought we were just doing this for ourselves like, wait people listen to the show <laughs> wait we have <laughs> listeners no but it was it was awesome to see and again we it's not this is not something that we applied for or, or were voted on this is just something that was based on just numbers and figures and you know math and science probably so it's uh, it was science, science. Oh, there's some chemical formulas in here probably we're also on another list in that list under like actual just movie specific podcasts we're number 43 and we're in like the ranks of like uh how did this get made and slash film and all those but what two. is this like just worldwide yeah Oh shit! Okay, yeah, there you number forty three. This is the seventy best pop movie podcast. That's amazing. So I, that's a pretty good number. That's that, that's a that's really a, great, that's, that's a really good number. number. That's a really good number. Really good. really good number. No, but yeah, no, it's it's this is fantastic for us, and we're we're just honored to be on the list for it's an it's an honor to be here, and we want to keep doing this because we've had the last two months have been wilds, and it feels like you know you we haven't had a numbered episode in a while, but that's also because we've been releasing an episode. It feels like almost every day. Yeah. And not just releasing an episode, it's either a review for a big movie, a big show, or a big special guest. And yeah. we had a lot of them. Just a this lot. week, we had Joseph Quinn join us on the show. Jay Quinn's. Jay Quinn's. You may know him as Eddie Munson on the movie, on the podcast. You could. <laughs> well, you could. Yeah, you do. You could. You Eddie do. Munson, Joseph Quinn of the movie podcast. Yeah. Um, and it just... You'll he, know him from Doja Cat's DMs, you know? <laughs> and no Stab's DMs. Uh, what a week to have him. Yeah. Because all that went down. And obviously, because he is just... I think out of uh, Stranger Things season four, he was like the most loved character yeah. of it. And we were just lucky to have him. And then we also had Paul Walter Hauser join us uh, to talk about PWH. Blackbird and uh, just such a funny guy. And yeah, it just, we had a great conversation with him. Yeah. 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 And we talked about like watching the show and how we were going to save the finale, but uh, the show was really good. So we watched it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely watch Blackbird. We're, we'll talk more about it later. Uh, we also have a lot of great episodes out. If you want to catch our reviews for Marcel, the shell with shoes on, which is another movie that you should definitely go watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to hear our interview with Alan Yang and Matt Hubbard of the creators of loot. Go check that out. Elvis, 
Guys, we had Hayden Christensen on the show. We had Amon Volani on the More show. More than once, by the way. We had Hayden Christensen had like twice Twice, yeah. Show. We got to meet him in person at the red carpet. So we had Cooper Rafe on the show. We had Angus McLean and Michael Giacchino on the show. And I'm literally just talking about the last like month alone. Yeah. It's been a crazy time here on the movie podcast. Fair. And we have a lot more... Uh, great episodes, mm-hmm. reviews, interviews coming your way. So uh, don't think we're done yet because no. we're coming for that top spot yeah. on this list. Yeah. We're coming for both lists number in the one. world. In the world. All categories. Oh, oh God. Yeah. All categories. All categories. DIY, uh, technology, everything. Yeah. Did you say DIY? Was that your first choice? Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Is there a DIY, uh, DIY category? Oh, this is our DIY podcast. Like, hey, here's how you make a wooden bench. Yeah. <laughs> it's just audio, though. <laughs> yeah. You take this piece of wood right here. Oh, what piece of wood, sir? I can't see you it. You can't see it. Um, Follow me on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, we just dropped our review of The Boys Season 3, where we talk about the finale and also you know, our overall thoughts on the whole yeah. season, which great, great episode of television. Great discussion. Great season. Great discussion. So go check it all out. There's lots to listen to. There's a lot. There's a lot. You're, just, you're, you're only talking about the last week or two weeks literally i'm literally went far as back as june 14th which is literally like 26 days ago yeah so that's a that's quick math as well let me get into may now (laughs) no no no, just go again if you're listening to this episode right now thank you go check out all the amazing episodes that we've already done because they're they're there for you to listen to and enjoy yeah yeah we were hearing that people wanted the main episodes back you know there was uh, there was rumors in the twitter sphere about that really yeah, people were, were were asking where where's the main episode? Yeah, where's the where's the podcast? Where's like the table? podcast? You know, yeah. where's that podcast table? Well, here we are, here we are, and we're back. Episode one forty three. Yeah, good number. It's a strong number. One four three. Four three. And our topic of the show this week is the best movie so far of twenty twenty two. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. I think it's safe to say. If you guys still remember, if it's cool with you guys, let's jump into the news. Do 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 do. I think this is this may be a hot take. Oh, okay. But of all the years in the existence of the motion picture, I think 2022 might be having the strongest six months ever. It's having a really good six months. I think this first six months of 2022 might be the best six months of movies for the to start a year that we've ever had. I don't know. I don't. I can't. I can't. I was can't good, comment. Twenty nineteen was great as well. But I'm thinking the first six months. So yeah. twenty nineteen versus the I, first six months of twenty twenty two. We had Endgame. I, yeah, but we also had the Batman and Top Gun and everything everywhere all at once and turning yeah. red and Elvis. Yeah. I can't you know? comment. We had some great films. I I'm can't not comment. You can't comment? I don't know <laughs> what other years have other than last year. I just can't go back in time. And last remember. year? I had no six, movies. Six <laughs> yeah. months ago. Um, Do you not remember a few years ago? Well, it doesn't have to be a few years. We're talking about using the history of motion pictures. Yes, that's true. He was. I was saying the, the first six months, January to July or January to June, is probably the strongest month of movies for that same time period in any other year. I don't know. I got to like look that up. I got to do my history. I would love for you that. to look it up. Yeah. Cuz I'm lo- cuz I'm like I'm looking and I'm seeing like you know other movies. I feel like 95 was 95 to me is one of the greatest years of our, my lifetime and the and I think that was a good year in films and I feel like the six the first 6 months of 1995 was a good year for film well but that's just me pulling we'll have daniel look that up pulling that to see what out the of first six butt. yeah wow okay that's aggressive you think you're pulling it out of your butt yeah because i just like 95 you've I'm never just, pulled something out of your butt I, before this is the first no I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> why can't you think about it for uh, so long though you're like hold on did i ever pull have something? i ever said that <laughs> um I, I guess also 98 
lot of, lot of <laughs> 98 was a good year too also 2001 phantom okay, menace sure. and the matrix came out in the first six months no phantom menace was 99 98 99 99 was it and also matrix was 99 okay 99 sorry yeah. <laughs> this guy over here this guy doesn't know his years huh I so are you sure it's 95 you meant or do you no know no 95 was a good year yeah it's like wine Sure. Yeah, it's like wine. I get it. But let me jump into our first news. While well, Daniel, you're just looking up what movies came out in '95. Uh, yeah, I promise you, there's great movies in '95, but none of them. Came what, out what do you have? What, what can you give us that like stands out to us? First six months. The first six the months. First six months of '95. Yeah, I got to work on this a little bit longer. So no, no, take, take your time. Let me know when you're all good. I'm gonna jump into the first story that we have. Though. Please do. Yeah. Captain America Four, Cuatro. Find its director and filmmaker Julius Ona. This is coming from Boris Kit. We're coming back hard with a Boris Kit story from the Hollywood Reporter as well. Captain America 4 has a director, Nigerian American filmmaker Julius Ona, perhaps best known for helming the 2018 thriller The Cloverfield Paradox, will direct the fourth installment of the Captain America film franchise from Marvel Studios. Anthony Mackie is starring in the feature, reprising his longtime Marvel character of Sam Wilson, now thanks to the events of 2021's Marvel Disney Plus series Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which saw Falcon, which saw Wilson, after much self-doubt, finally accept the shield and mantle of Captain America. It's not known what the path of the character will be next, but something thought-provoking is likely. Malcolm Spellman, the creator and head writer of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, is penning the script with Dalen Musson, a staff writer on the show. No start date has been revealed yet. You're just looking that up. So I'm going to jump to Anthony. Anthony, what do you think about this story? Um, I'm glad that they found a director, which is just, again, spearheading the fact that there will be another, there will be a Captain America film. I don't want to call it four because I don't think it's the fourth version of this, of the Captain America. Of this we new know, Captain America. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. You're right. This is Captain America. This is a new story with a new Captain America. And I, I, Consider it like a volume. Yeah. As in comics, there's a volume two with Sam Wilson being the new Captain America. I don't right. also like calling movies numbers anymore. I think it's an yeah. archaic thinking. It also cheapens the film itself. I think titles are are essential to these movies as well as being paying respect to the comic itself because comic book mo- comic books themselves are are labeled as stories and they have titles. And if it was Civil War or, or Secret War, whatever, it's there's a title that really encompasses that arc or mm-hmm. that 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 uh, that movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wish Marvel was really adamant on the whole Captain America number four because people keep calling it that. But I, but and I, I know I'm just I'm yeah. I'm a little being a little narcissistic. Bitch about no, it. I don't oh, think sorry. you are. No, sorry. No, I think I, I baby. No, I didn't say anything. Baby. I said bitch. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's worse, baby bitch, baby, 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 baby bitch. Um, but yeah, I, I just, want my baby bitch. Baby bitch. <laughs> I just—it's not four. Stop giving it a fucking number. Yeah, and it's, and it's it's the Hollywood Reporter. It's Variety. It's all these places that they don't, they don't, they just give it four, and then the world it calls com- it four. It calls yeah. it four, and even Thor four. It sounds so stupid. It's Thor not, four and seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. But but what's interesting with the Hollywood Reporter too had another issue. Is that they? Oh yeah. The way they didn't like call Sam Wilson Captain America. Yeah. And that was like a really weird thing that they did. A weird like m- mental gymnastics of yeah. maneuvering yeah, around. For a long ass tweet they did. It's like, hold on a second. W- w- this whole thing's about him not reprising the role as Falcon. It's like, yeah, because he's 
Captain, Captain America. America now. We, we've established that. We've, this has been established, and I love that Chris Evans responded saying Sam Wilson is Captain America. Yeah. I'm like, but that's hell the, yeah. I think that's media just like trying to incite incite engagement. Yeah. And that's and that's the problem with it, right? And when I see Captain America 4, I see that and, and I think the same way as you, Anthony. I'm like, yeah, but it's not four. We're calling it four because for like I just guess for for clicks and the easiest way of finding talking about this movie is like, yes, it's technically the fourth Captain America film but it is not captain america 4 and i really hope come comic-con or d23 we have a name for this movie because i want to address this movie as a proper sam wilson story i don't want this to be like you anthony i don't want this to be like captain america 4 it's not that yeah i feel like you know we were like we were gonna get a a name a lot sooner like it just feels like they're still kind of getting this off the ground yeah i'm like oh we were still not there yet call it serpent society Call it whatever call you it want. The next story the ne- in the Captain America. I don't know. Think they're, they're writers. Only so many, there's a long so name, many man. <laughs> the number four is Again, one character. We're gonna call this. We're gonna in our title. We'll have Captain America four. Sure. No, but I no. You know what? Specifically for this title, I'm gonna I'm gonna name this. Put it as. Um, director is or i'm sorry I'm blanking. julia sona julia sona is uh named director for anthony mackie's captain america movie you know yeah. what i mean like yeah you know it's just like th- there's respect that puts into it also 100%. when you're when we were talking about 1995 movies there's a lot of great movies from 95 i'm looking at the list of the top grossing films of that year um and i'm looking at the first movies that released actually in the first six months you had apollo 13 mm-hmm. released at the very end of june you had batman forever yep released in june yep and you had Casper, released in May. These are the only movies that I remember. Yeah. So I'm everything else like okay. Toy Story, Die Hard with the Vengeance, Golden Eye, Seven, Waterworld, Jumanji. They're all later in the year. Yeah. So I'm but, saying, but like, how many months later? Like the, December, the November, six months <laughs> after. But, but also, we have to we have to think of we have to think of back in, in those times and even up to a few years ago when we thought of movies releasing in January and in February and in March. That's where you go to drop. Those are. That's where the movies go to die. Yeah, it wasn't until we, recently. Where it's it true, was, true, yeah, true. It was recently. So back true. where it's like we have movies now releasing banger movies every month. Where before it'd be like June, July, and then November and December. Right. right. Where now it's like all year long we could have banger movies. Even May had. wasn't even a hot spot until recently too. Like May finally started to open up. As like I feel a, like when Spider Man came out, yeah, like that was the big that one was that like, really opened but things. Back up. in the nineties, it was May was whatever. It was yeah. June would hit. School was out movies are in yeah no but we oh, did like we did an episode on how twister remember we were talking about like at like how advertisement and films yeah. and all that and how twister became like huge because of during that time there was a lot of tornadoes and yeah they marketed twister during i think april that was yeah because it came out in the may 1996 though yes yeah yeah um and that's really what's like twister was the movie that's Try, that started to get those months yeah. recognized. Yeah, it's true. You're right. You're and then right. March was the big like it's March to Marvel was always the the start of the the the, the summer blockbusters. Yeah, March being Endgame. Yeah, or, or, or April Endgame. Yeah, and Infinity War and 40, Endgame moved up to April from the first week of May. Right, and then we started in March seeing Disney started releasing like their live action movies there. So we got. Like um, Cinderella, mm-hmm. we got Beauty and the Beast, and we had was I think Maleficent, Peach Dragon, I think Peach Dragon. Yeah, so we started getting those earlier in the year too. Uh, but yeah, now it's like and then we we're just getting Black Panther in February. Yeah, we're just getting movies uh, like just well, banger movies well, dropping yeah. out. It made sense, yeah. but it also it worked for them too. Yeah, but we went a little off topic. 
with the Captain America. With oh yeah, yeah so yeah, getting 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 back to Captain America. Ninety five. No. Yeah. So I'm saying this movie's going to come out in the first six months of whatever year it comes out in. Which the Captain America? Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted, what you were I wanted to try and bridge it back. Oh, oh that was it. no, no, no. I'm pretty sure it will. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking it will come out yeah. whenever. But yeah, yeah, it's um, I'm. I'm excited. It has a director. It makes me a little worried that it's like it's like oh the Cloverfield Paradox, which is like oh, not a strong movie at all. But that you, was have, a rough have you seen his movie. other uh, film? Uh, but that's the thing. I haven't seen his other film, and and he is an indie filmmaker, and I think. Yeah. Marvel has a really great track record of working with indie filmmakers. Lucy. So yeah, Lucy. So and I heard, and that came out in 2019, and that got really good reviews. Yeah, Wait, so, Lucy, the one with uh, uh, Naomi Watts, Octavia Spencer, Kelvin Harris, not Jr. Oh, that's the Luke Besson film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, I'm like, that's not by him. No, yeah. No. Um, yeah, that's so, also called Lucy, though, right? That's also Lucy. L U C Y, though. Yeah. I think this one's uh, L U C E. L U C E. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see what this is going to be. I'm happy that. Um, Ma- uh, Malcolm Spellman's back because I really liked what he did with, um, with Sam and the Falcon, the Winter Soldier series. Because when you look at that series, yeah, you know, I think there were some issues that that had again with, on the villain side with you know shorting that up. But what that series did amazingly was Bucky and Sam's relationship mm-hmm. and Sam struggling as a black man to take the mm-hmm. shield e- easily mm-hmm. the, the strongest element of that show, which is phenomenal. Yeah, and I think that was something that we didn't think about. Where you when we when we saw Captain America, we saw Steve give Sam the shield at the end of Endgame, amazing moment. But I'm so glad they decided to be like, you know what? Let's actually think about what this means for Sam and being a black man taking this, yeah, right, and living with that mantle and seeing what happened with uh, Isaiah Bradley and everything without throughout that entire series. And it makes me want to go back and rewatch it because like there's a lot of just great moments in that. Do we that see? Show. Do we see um, Bucky? as like a main character in I, this as well. I, yeah. I, I think we see Bucky in it. I don't think he's as like a main, maybe like a supporting character, maybe, but I think we've already seen Bucky and Sam mm-hmm. together. So I think we will see other Avengers show up in this though, for sure. It works for them. I mean, Marvel, Marvel. right now knows. Miss Marvel? Yeah, they've had a scene together at the... Yeah. On the cruise ship, yeah. On the cruise, cruise ship, ship yeah. yeah. But that's... they. So that was also directed by Nia DaCosta, who yes, was, was doing the Marvels. Um, that they, they said that that's technically a different multiverse well yeah. i'm like it makes Wait, sense what because it makes sense the that cru- not- cruise multiverse the cruise yeah. <laughs> that's the theme park universe where they talk to the audience for some yeah, reason yeah yeah um but, but again that but that cruise video it was so cool seeing that like you're just seeing like 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 anthony mackie and amon Vellani interact and like it's just cool it's cool seeing that kind of stuff yeah right? no, it's so, very cool i just can't wait to see him like really embrace being Captain America. And I think he's going to kill it. I, I love Anthony. Mackie. How different do you think we see the suit? Cause we saw the suit at the end of the, you know, the finale. How different does the suit oh, look? Like compared to compared to when it will come out. Yeah. Mm, that's a good question because we don't know when this is coming out. Yeah. It could be two or three years. I know you're not Anthony. You're not a big fan of the white. No, right. I'm um, not. Which is, which is like right from the comics, which I think, I think it looks cool, but I also think we'll see some maybe adjustments to it. Right. That will make it a bit more, maybe, streamlined and I like unique looking. I like darker costumes anything yeah. bright it's just very comic-y and it's hard yeah. to be stealth I think also when you're wearing a bright yeah. white suit it'd be cool though if he had like a you know like um Steve's like winter soldier suit like a dark like the, the dark blue color scheme yeah, like it'd be cool suit. if it could like great suit like change or camouflage some, like suit. some type of different technology for it it'd be really cool yeah I can't wait because I, I love the way I love the way he looked like with the wings and the shield and everything so well, he is a bird, and Captain America, and like he's an eagle the, now. The symbol of America <laughs> is an eagle, right? It's yeah. true. So yeah, he's grown up from the Falcon to 
The Eagle. The Eagle. Yes. Captain Eagle. You know, my name means Falcon. It does? does? Yeah. So technically, I think I'm Captain America? Captain Falcon? Captain Falcon. <laughs> Falcon Punch! I, I, love, I, love, <laughs> I love that recurring joke throughout Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, Captain Falcon. He's like, nah, just, he's just Falcon yeah. or it's Captain America now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad. Cool. Any other thoughts, guys? No. Oh, Absolutely not. Wow, that was aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> Next story. Stranger <laughs> Things creators announced new production banner, Upside Down Pictures. They're really milking this whole hey, Stranger Things. Hey, you think they created Stranger Things? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Ryan O'Rourke from Collider. Hat off. Hat off. Hot off. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like, what? What? Sorry, Pardon guys. Me. Sorry, so sorry. Pardon me. Hat off. Hot off of releasing the bombastic finale to the <laughs> penultimate season of their hit show, Stranger Things. Matt and Ross Duffer. Didn't know that was their first names, by the way. Just been calling them Duffer Brothers. Just this Duffer whole Brothers time. for life, yeah. Yeah. Unveiled their new production banner named after the terrifying mirror realm of the series. They created upside down pictures to handle their growing list of new television and film projects at Netflix. The formation of the company is part of the duo's overall deal with the streamer. The general premise of Upside Down Pictures seems to be to capture much of the same heart and themes that make Stranger Things so beloved in more projects from the Duffers. They describe the company's purpose saying they aim to create the kind of stories that inspired the Duffers growing up. Stories that take place at the beautiful crossroads where the ordinary meets the extraordinary. Uh, where big spectacle coexists with intimate character work where heart wins over cynicism. Announced projects include a new live-action adaption of Death Note. Why? Sure, why not? Let's do it again, Netflix. A series adaptation of Stephen King's The Tall's Man. The Talisman, sorry. I don't know why they would call it The Tall's <laughs> The Tall Man. The Tall's Man. <laughs> the Tall Man. Uh, a stage play and live-action spinoff of Stranger Things and a new series from creators Jeffrey Addis and Will Matthews in the works. Daniel, give us your thoughts on going upside down. Uh, going upside down, you know, the blood always goes right to Always to your head. And I, I think that's what these guys are doing. And I think that's what they're doing. Listen... The Duffer Brothers are to Netflix what the you know the Spielberg was the Russo brothers are to Marvel. What the Russo brothers were to you know when Endgame was coming out and what the you know the Game of Thrones writers and directors were to mm-hmm. to HBO at the time. They're gonna they're they're keeping Netflix afloat right now in terms of original content. We haven't really heard anything negative about Netflix in the news as well too in the last month and a half since Stranger <laughs> Things a pretty was coming good, out. Good run for them. So. People love Stranger Things. It dominates the conversation, and it's no surprise that Netflix wants to keep these guys around because why wouldn't they? They have a home for them. They let them do whatever they want. I think it's great that they have a production team now. It's weird that it's taken four seasons for them to create that production name or, you know, because this deal, we've known about this deal for a while, right? For a while. Um, So, again, great for them. I want to see more projects created under this banner that have the same love and attention that Stranger Things does. Um, You know, coming out of the gate and saying we're doing another Death Note, very they, weird they choice. They tried one recently, right? Yeah, Am I wrong? Yeah, it's not long ago at all. Yeah. And it was horrible. Yeah, I, I, I'm, see, I'm, I'm not in horrible, but, like, but, it, but like, fans of fans Death Note hate it. it. <laughs> but not, will fans always kind of hate that kind of stuff? Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I truly, because I feel like Death Note and almost every single, you know, anime or manga always gets that, hey, you're making a North American live action. Yeah, and they, but I they also it. do it. They hate it, but it's also it wasn't well made. Yeah, I, and I'm it's sure. Very whitewashed, and it's like oh, it's like yeah, it's it, it it falls into those tropes, right? Yikes. Where like you're you're 
trying to make it for a North American audience doesn't mean making it just white people. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a so, pretty big thing. But that's no being interesting because it was so it was it was made recently. Yeah. And like let's remake it again. Again. And I don't know if there's a huge fan base for death. I, there probably is, but like to the extremes where we're gonna remake it again. Yeah, and and, that, and, and that's what's so strange. Unless they like the Duffer brothers they have a, the, tave, a take their, for it, right? Their version of it. Yeah. And that's that's and what's that so strange. Um, Stephen King doing the talisman. No, tall, I'm going a talisman. Now. Tall, the tall man. The talisman. Uh, didn't we see Max or one of them reading the talisman book? Yeah, in I the in so. the season. I think so. So that maybe that was like a little tease to it, but no. Um, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, Stranger Things is essentially feels like it's a Steve, right out of a Stephen King world, so it makes makes total sense with Hawkins and everything. Yeah. So yeah. good for them, you know. Get your bag. Just make great shows. Great, great, make great movies. You know. Yeah. What about you, Anthony? Yeah, same. It's it's good that they are you know going to not venture off too much out of the netflix world and really focus on building content for that platform um, i would love to see them do other things other than the supernatural or scary you know like mashup of stranger things meets 80s meets yeah. action and all that I, right I, like, i wonder what like, doing a, like a, a modern day a thing? modern day story what their take on it would be um but yeah, it's it's really nice to see that they're invested in creating more content for us as viewers to be excited about. And I think for the Stranger Things community, because we know that season five will be the last for who knows, but for a while, there's going to be spinoffs. And I think a lot of people will love individual stories with these characters, right. whoever they might be. Right. Yeah, I think the Death Note thing is probably the most interesting part because there is a huge, you know, fan base for Death Note. You know, they 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 love Death Note, but that last one really left a sour taste and it hasn't been that long yet. Like you got to give it more time to breathe and mm-hmm. people to forget about it before you go back and try again. I wonder like if Death Note played a factor in just how they grew up. As yeah. Their names were written in the Death Note. That's why. Was it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but again, like maybe it's just something that, you know how the Wachowskis love Ghost in the Shell and they yeah. brought that. They, that was a big part of their life building the Matrix. Maybe Death Note had some sort of impact and they want to make their version of it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You know what maybe. I would love to see them do? And I'm going to say this any, for any director that comes up with something, give them a Superman movie. <laughs> Give them a Superman movie, man. Please. Uh, please. I don't know. Man, Superman can die in the ground. He has died yeah, he in has the ground. Died. And he's come yeah. back. Yeah, he comes back. He's, like, he's, not, he's, he's like dead Jesus. now. He's dead right now. Yeah, Superman is a dead IP right now. Yeah. I'm no telling one, you guys. No one's it. My dream last night was like the greatest Superman movie I've ever seen. Was it the greatest dream you ever had, though? It was one of them. It was in 2006. <gasps> top three? Though. It was top ten. Wow. I, I woke up. I was like, damn. I, then I was sad. Because yeah, it was such a good dream. You know when you wake up from a dream that's so good, you wake up, you're sad because it's not real? Yeah. That was the dream. It's every day for wow. me. Wow. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there was so much There was so and much like, talk. what does it like to dream? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you don't dream. Uh, I do dream. I just don't remember the dream. No, you told us many times in the show you don't dream. Now you're backpedaling. No, I think I dream. Commit it's to your I dreaming. think I dream, but I don't know <laughs> what they're about. Yeah. I know yeah. there's something happened while I slept. <laughs> There has I'm to waking be, right? up with these bruises. For some reason. <laughs> there, there has to be something that's happening. I feel like you float when you sleep. Like you're Probably, like just levitating yeah, like off the max. <laughs> yeah. I think Anthony definitely floats when he sleeps. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. He has, um, he has the, the physique for it. But getting back to Superman, there was so much story around Superman either last year or the year of COVID 2020. 
with Superman being black and getting black directors and writers to really, which I think is still happening. But is like, is that still happening? And they were like, oh, there's going to be two Superman. That's and then now Discovery has taken over, and it's like, what is happening? Slashing yeah. anything that Warner Brothers had planned for the past so many months and years. We don't really know if that Superman is going to that the black Superman is going to be a story. We don't know if there's, you know, what Hen- Henry Cavill's doing. We don't know. We don't and I think we, we don't know. We need to be transparent with a character that big. Just for the you know, their fan base. Like Superman's huge. We know more about Aquaman and the Flash than we do of this character who's the actual icon of their their um of all superheroes of superheroes and uh, of dc but yeah that's what i think about the upside down <laughs> that's i i think you, guys, do you like upside down though like do you guys like the idea of their I get it. yeah i get it it's fine it's fine yeah. it's i mean it's it, again it makes sense but it's yeah. also just like it's let's run that into the ground let's let's, let's do it you know yeah. we made this what's i mean but also like you look at other directors too and they've they've done yeah they always very specific yeah they always pick like ones, their right? their successful trademark and kind of go with it and again nothing wrong with that it's just okay like it's cool you know no but like there's unique ones like jj abrams bad robot was yeah unique very too. unique um when they were around uh will ferrell and yeah gary sanchez productions gary sanchez unique yeah but this is not as unique as you th- expected it to be. no no it's just like oh yeah that that's on brand it's very on brand yeah yeah Next story. Is it cool if I jump to the next story, guys? I think it's great. Yeah? You yeah. guys think so? Well, no. I will do it. This is a from also a friend of the show, this this story here. God of War Ragnarok finally has a release date. It's coming from Bradley Shankar of Mobile Syrup. We God, love Bradley. We love Bradley here. Yeah. Brad's a great guy. Make sure to follow him on Twitter as well. Got great tweets. God of War Ragnarok will officially launch on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 on November 9th. 2022 the release date has confirmed recently was confirmed in a in a playstation blog post alongside a brief cg trailer for the upcoming action game the highly anticipated sequel to 2018's god of war was originally unveiled in september 2020 for a 2021 launch but was later delayed to 2022 since then there's been speculation about when the game will actually come out with reports indicating that it would drop in november some impatient fans have also been harassing some sony sony santa monica uh, developers to learn the release date man that's the, fuck you if you do that yeah, first and foremost i'm that, sorry i had to jump in there and that say is that. it's disgusting like go and fuck yourself is what i would say i i the way you said that the, here's the thing shay the way you said that it sounded so professional i want it to be like, a little professional i, I don't want i don't want to jump to their level yeah, like of ladies country. and gentlemen i would just like for you to go fuck yourself i, want them, not I really want them to go, i want yeah. them to shove a playstation 5 yeah. with the console cover on okay but hold on now where do you where are you sticking it the ass disc or digital edition you know my answer disc yeah oh my disc lord edition. My yeah. God. i want that they think they're safe halfway yeah. through but then a little bump just kind of comes in here's the thing bradley shankar if you're listening to this episode we're sorry we're so sorry these are not your words you know our words no. but now they will be your words um <laughs> thank god i'm here's the thing though i'm i'm so happy that this game has a date i'm so happy we get to play it this year i think it's going to hit the state Cannot wait to play this game. We just, we just, we just, sorry. You say it's going to hit the state. It's going to hit this date. Oh, hit this date. Yeah. Hit the state. Uh, we also just, you know, we're talking about God of War last week because it was video games day. Yeah. Um, and God of War was our first, our very first picture on that. And it was just, uh, 
I can't wait. I just recently finished playing the, the one from 2018 again. I love it. And I just can't wait to get back to this world and kill some, you know, droggers and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. some gods. Anthony, you call yourself the god of war. What do you think about this? Uh, yeah, I wish the announcement was just a little bit more. Yeah. I felt like it was just anti- anticlimactic in right. the sense that, it, you know, we, we've been waiting. I didn't know much about the, the whole harassment of people sending dick pics to these developers and... <laughs> interesting it's a weird it's a weird like, tactic to be honest with you. Like, like what a <laughs> here's my like, dick so stupid it's like, small so, dope and so stupid. um and i'm like man people are just weird they're just interesting like every year the world gets more and more interesting i feel like you should have a license before you get on the internet you know like they just yeah. they come they come by your house every three years and they're like Very true. yeah show us what you do and yeah. show us your history yeah, yeah you, you gotta give us their back you, we're cutting off your internet yeah but yeah i wish it was their internet. there would be six people in the world with internet only i think yeah. a little bit more of a fanfare to this event like just have it come out this week but like let's give it a thursday and let's make because a lot of things were released we we kind of got the collector's edition and yeah two other the 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 jotnar edition and the collector's edition yeah Yeah. um but there was plans though like that that was a rumor for a long time that was gonna be like on june 30th or june 26th or whatever the date was you know they're gonna have a state of play a god of war one it's gonna announce this and then when that didn't happen that's when all the harassment started and i think you know, they were in a lose-lose situation either way. Right. Right. You know, I remember back a couple years ago, too, when Insomniac released the Rami uh, Spider-Man suit in the Spider-Man game, right? They were releasing that as a Christmas gift, and they literally put out in their statement when they released that suit that, like, you know, we're releasing this, but it's bittersweet for us because people have been harassing us and being just so rude and this like like vile to us and we're releasing it as a gift to you but we're also in a spot where we're upset because you treated us so poorly yeah and it's like we're giving it to you but we're doing it begrudgingly and i think they had to do it obviously for marketing reasons but it just it's just so shitty don't be shitty don't you know don't be, be a that's, fuck. that's the world like that's just the world right now it is it, and it's, it's so sad like, i don't blame the studios 100 percent, but like there is a little bit to blame on just how things are marketed at this point and, and just how people get so hyped over things that if they don't get it now they've they've turned into like this vile but what about entity? it though what yeah. about what about them like what what have it's they like, said it's like 50 50 both ends but like, i but i, I don't, don't know i don't think it's i don't think it's the studio's fault i think it's no but when I we think, think of, like when we look the at the whole people grandness were, of the it of, is of of a video game being <sighs> you know their their lives yeah and, and the video game taking advantage of like the studios are taking advantage of the sense that this is going to be this person's life they never say but i don't think they take never, advantage of that though but subliminally they are they are marketing in such a way that they want this game to be but i think that's everything that's, that they, uh, that's people who do that though i mean the studio well, yeah, it is though the studio is not releasing a game saying but so this is going to take not, over your life the studio is not convincing you as a person to, they, to that, play the game because that's the same thing but they're not going to say to make it your life right but it is that, that that's the whole point of marketing is to make it your life but I, and like but in, not to in, obsess over it over to the fact to uh, to be harassing of but developers even, even if even if there's it is, no even if it that, is though. them trying to make there it isn't. but no, even if it is them trying to one sec even if it is them trying to make it your life you should still not be a shitty person. Like at the end of the day, you should be smart enough to not make that like you should be able to draw that line in your mind and be like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm still not gonna be a shitty person about yeah. it. Like this I'm is I'm not what gonna it is. take a picture of my of my penis and send it to somebody. Yeah. And you're not saying that that's not what you're saying no, to do, obviously. No, no, but, but I but but I get I get your side of it. We're in a spot right now with and and this is not exclusive to games, like with every single new Marvel movie that comes out or any single movie that comes out. 
we treat it and even us too like as our livelihood we talk about it in the sense that this is our livelihoods this is our lives this is what we obsess over and people and and again i i just think that the studio regardless was in a lose-lose whenever they were going to announce this because mm -hmm. people were being shitty they need to they need to put a date on it so they can start marketing it and we also had a bunch of leaks that were feeding into the people saying where is this where is this where is this where is it this person said it's going to be announced today Ugh. and then you lead in you burn into all of that right so it was just so, such a it's, a it's such a shitty time on the internet that like you know like that that like video game pundit lifestyle is yeah. just so frustrating hey guys hearing hearing a lot of chatter about a new spyro game it's like well where is this coming from also yeah. if you have What's nothing the source? To, trust me you bro. have nothing to back it up like yeah. just shut your fucking mouth yeah because you feed into those stupid internet trolls yeah yeah, that's all I got. Anything else you guys want and to add? Anthony's just looking at Shade, just like, oh. And he's like, uh, eyes in a But getting back to yes, this, please. Uh, I like the, the teaser. Yeah. I, I wish it was more. It was I, longer. Oh, yeah. yeah for I sure. would love to understand like the dynamics that we're going to be getting into with the character of. of, of um, what? Atreus and Kratos. 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 Just say Kratos, yeah. And Atreus. <laughs> and like how their dynamic is because now he's older. He, he yeah. seems like he's. He could do a lot of things without his dad. I and have how they play with one another, and it feels like it feels almost. I wonder if we'll be able to switch back and forth real quickly, and like, is this going to pull the Last of Us combos? two on us? And like, yeah. are we, is Kratos going to die? I have this weird feeling. I don't think he'll. You think he'll die? I think it's possible for Kratos to die, but I have this feeling it's though. God, though, do gods die? Gods can die. Uh, I, I have this. They, they died in the game, but <laughs> <laughs> I have this feeling though that there is going to be some time travel element to this game. Because when we look at Norse mythology and we look at, at the end of God of War, we see that Loki or Atreus, you know, is holding Kratos in his arms and he's giving birth to the world serpent who also recognizes them at the beginning of the God of War game. So I think there, there's like this whole thing of like Atreus being like punched so hard through time that like that could be where he may have, there could be an older Atreus out there in this world already do that we, we call don't know him about. Atreus or do we call him or is he Loki Loki right and I think we're going to see Kratos fight Loki aka Atreus and Atreus be an older version of himself I think there's going to be some weird oh, tra shit. time travel like, dynamics like, yeah, trunks and yeah. like older trunks yeah oh but they were both good guys yeah from what trunks were, were oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so they're talking about Atreus and Loki now yeah but yeah. I 100% think Atreus is going to lift up Mjolnir and I think Atreus is going to have... That's going to be his weapon. So you're going to say 100%? You're saying I'm, on the show right now. I am right banking now. on it right now. How much? There's... Uh, <laughs> my Mjolnir that I have on my shelf. That's not enough. Yeah. Uh, it's made out of... It was forged in the heart of a dying star, man. Dude, that one stupid? looks like it was forged in a factory in China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, yeah. I, I've, like, there's no way they're going to show us... Or I want to say either Kratos or Atreus. I'm going to say it's going to oh, be yeah. Atreus. It's going to wield Someone's Mjolnir. Wield I, I think it's going to be Atreus because oh, Kratos is going to have the hammer, uh, has the axe. I think Atreus is going to wield Mjolnir because there's no way it's going to come with the collector's edition if Mjolnir, they're not, if they're not going to kill Thor and Atreus is going to lift up Mjolnir and then that's going to be his I weapon. I think Kratos, it just doesn't look right in his hand. Who? Atreus to the wield Mjolnir. But it's also a smaller Mjolnir, Mjolnir right? Is it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, it's Mjolnir Jr. Yeah, it's a small, it's like a more Norse looking Jr. one. It's not like a big... It's not like a big hammer, like in uh, Thor. He doesn't seem like a hammer type of kid. Like he's a hammer kid, hammer, <laughs> hammerhead, a hammer bro, uh, hammerhead hammer shirt. Bro? <laughs> I 
Um, but yeah, I, I have a feeling, again, time travel is going to be involved, and I think we're going to fight an older Atreus, a.k.a. Loki, All right. with Mjolnir. All right. You heard it here. You heard it here first. Dave we're was putting ta- his life on the line. Life on the line. We'll talk about in November. See you in November. The, one thing that I hope you can ride the wolf. Oh, Fenrir? Sure. Also, it's supposed to be one of Loki's children. The, the wolf? The wolf is Loki's children, and so is the world serpent. Anyways, I would love Loki. to uh, ride it as like a car. Yeah, like a wolf, like, like through GTA. the forest. Yeah. You push a triangle, get on the horse, or get on the uh, wolf. On the wolf, yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. Change yeah. your radio station. <laughs> <laughs> Different howls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think that'd be, that'd be awesome. You could ride, if you could ride Fenrir. Yeah, hundred percent. That's it. That's all I got to yeah. say. But yeah, but again, I don't get how Norse mythology works with like the wolf is Loki's child. I don't know. Don't, don't ask know. questions. Whatever you're into, well, man. Well, he's a frost giant. He's not really giant. You know, this is a different version of Loki that we know because he's. It's not real. He's you know like yeah he's a he's a giant. He's, he's also, the son of Kratos, so half Kratos and half a giant. To yeah, you know, like Spe- speaking of wolf people, I, I didn't realize that Elsa Pataki played the wolf lady that Thor makes love to in Thor: Love and oh, Thunder. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. Next news story. That's it. That's all I got. That's all we got. That's all I got. Wolf he lady made, in that movie? Yeah, because yeah, he made he made love to a, a wolf lady while riding a, a woman wolf. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Man, I forgot Under, about that part. Yeah. <laughs> Funny scene though. Yeah. It was like three seconds though. Oh yeah. Comic Con 2022 panel schedule for film and TV. This is going from Anthony Galliardi. Sorry, Anthony D'Alessandro. Uh, and Patrick Hypes of Deadline. What I love so much about being back recording the three of us at this movie podcast table is that we're an hour into the show and we're only on the fourth news story. Yeah, <laughs> we're having great. a good time. It's a great time. It's going to be like freaking four hour episode. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, extended edition, extended edition. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, after a two-year in-person hiatus due to COVID, San Diego Comic-Con is raging back with a big footprint by streaming Amazon Studios, Prime Video, Apple, HBO Max, and Paramount Plus TV, and well as big screen feature films. Let's just say they're creeping back. In 2019, Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feige laid out the future of the MCU with a news-packed panel at San Diego Comic-Con that ended with the surprise reveal that Mahershala Ali was attached to a Blade movie little did the screaming 6,500 fans in hall h know that'd be the last marvel comic-con for panel for three years dwayne the rock johnson announced on social media that black adam will have a panel at this year's event as did zachary levi who also took to twitter to confirm shazam fury of the gods will be present at hall h damn what do you think uh great news i'm really excited for comic-con this year i think comic-con Again, it's been years since we've been able to get excited about it. Three. This is literally going back to our first year of the movie podcast. And I remember so specifically that episode and getting the live tweets and like the pictures and people dropping that news of, oh my God, Mahershala Ali is here. He's wearing a blade hat. And it's like, he's just coming out and getting excited. And it's so, it's so far away to think that like, that was our three years ago. That feels like so long ago. Yeah. So I'm hoping to see what the next, you know, couple years are going to look like on D- Disney plus and theaters. Uh, let's get some good news out of this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Some cool stuff. Anthony, what about you? You know, like, last year when we talked about Comic-Con, like, I really thought it was dead. Like, I thought... Oh, Comic-Con last year was dead. Like, yeah. I no, but I thought, like, the whole thing was, you know, this is... The, the times are changing. We're going to be doing more of a... Like, their own individual their own events, events, like fandom. Fandom type of thing. Um, and then everyone started to show up at fucking Comic-Con this year. And kind of, it's <laughs> annoying, because, you know, we... We looked at it in such a way it's like yeah that's something that was the, the old guard, guard. Oh, now no. now we can kind of 
Anthony and Shabazz just give each other daps like we two did. losers. But now we can we can <laughs> look say, forward like, to live events <laughs> be the from judge. these studios to <laughs> yeah. show off their their movies. Now everyone's going back to Comic Con, so it's kind of like this flip floppy thing that well, I don't E3's like. Three's also coming back too, right? Sure, so it's like coming back to everything's coming. Everything's coming back now. They're going back to what they were before, which yeah. is is n- they're not evolving. No, I'm longer adapting. No, so something that should have been I. This Comic Con should be a live event that you can stream. And I agree. Oh well, no, because you know we want to make sure that the people who come to San Diego get the experience. But like, well, there's a they're still getting three billions of people out there that want to see this. They're still getting experience because mm-hmm. no matter what, you're gonna go there. You can't compare it live a, and in person. Yeah. Make it accommodate the rest of the world. You know, and they haven't done that, and that still annoys me. And it just. Being in the situation like we are with the movie podcast, we want to be everywhere. We want to give everyone the everything news everywhere at once, and and be able to like experience these these things, so we can come back to our audience and share it. Yeah. Right. Um, but this is just I don't know. I might again. I'm just a little annoyed by it, but no, that's fine. I I just I, did, I just wish they didn't do it. I know it's, it's no, sucky, no, but I wish they had their own events because I feel like Disney does their own things and really well, and everyone they do, else yeah. does it really well. Man, that investor day still was like I think about it. Do yeah. we still get it. DC fandom this year? I think we will because again, do we have DC movies like to really like market oh, yeah, for next year? It's, it's Discovery Flash now, right? And Discovery, and that's going to be weird. Here's the thing: I love Comic Con in the sense that all Comic Con is amazing for the panels. For the yeah. events that people go to, those are the things that should be Comic Con exclusive, right? Those panels where people are going to learn about whatever. I agree. Keep the panels exclusive of that. But when it comes to announcing like a slate of movies or things like that, or I think when it's like, like the um, so when I talk about the panels, I talk about like like the, the obscure ones, right? The obscure, obscure ones, things yeah. like that. Keep those ones just for the fans, sure. But when you're looking at Marvel Studios, which is like the biggest known entertainment property on Earth right now. I think you like. I wish there was a way for them to work with Comic Con and be like, "Why aren't we streaming this?" Because again, I would love their own events too. But I think it being under the umbrella of Comic Con, people think about Comic Con more, other than like their own individual events, and that's where they know the audience is going to be and show up. But I just wish that, like, you're right, Anthony. Like, why can't we buy even? Why can't we even buy digital passes for it? You know what I mean? Like, I would even accept. You know what? You could go. You could attend every single uh, panel at Comic Con, or you could buy a panel that you want to watch digitally, and you get to watch it. There's no point in keeping footage hidden behind um, a panel like that because you know someone's going to record it, and there's going to be a shitty version yeah. of it. Yeah. And most of the time, they'll just upload it online afterwards. You're it's, always going to get a shitty version. So of it. it's just yeah. like I like it. Just it's just silly to me that we're in it. We're in a spot again where it's like I'm so happy Comic Con's back. I'm so happy live events are back. But we're like, oh, great. We're back to things being locked behind closed doors. And there for people who are there, and I get people are paying a lot of money to be there. But it's also like there's a lot of people on the home audience who would love to watch it. And we've done it, too. Whenever there's live events, we get together and we'll watch it or put it in a theater. But why aren't you, like, even giving, like, that would be amazing. Like, we just had games, uh, game, uh, Game fest. uh, summer game fest do it at IMAX screens. Like, imagine if they're like, Marvel Studios is bringing their panel or Comic-Con's bringing their panel to theaters to watch it. Like, you would get people excited and you could create the hype that way too. I think doing this is such a 90s and 2000s thing where you're not adapting. And I think a lot of that is just Comic-Con being like, no, 
behind our doors only. But yeah, you people, have to change like, that. People are already getting the experience of being there. Like that is an experience of itself. Me watching it shouldn't really take away from them. It's it it. I don't think it should at all. Like it, they're not like exclusive to hanging on to. Yeah, because what the news, news coming out. It gets the news. You know, news, it. and then there'll be official videos that come out. Like and there'll be leaked blogs. Yeah. Like everything will leak, so it doesn't matter. Like. You're not. You are special for being there, but you're not special for the information you're getting. Exactly. Yeah. So, and and that's that's exactly, and it's like that thing where you're like, okay, give me an option of watching this properly. Yeah. So we can, you know, let people be part of that conversation. Because again, when you're watching, you're just refreshing Twitter. You're subscribed to people's tweets for it. You're at the mercy of people, you know, tweeting about it and posting about it, and then the people there can't even enjoy it because they're they're working, and it's like you create this like pandemonium where you're right. just like. Let's let, let just people enjoy it. And I think that's what I love so much about E3, where E3 is, yeah, you have the event of people being there, but that information, those events, you could watch it at home. And live. I think and live. And I think that's what's like you you gotta be able to do that. Yeah. You have to be able to and do we know if they're even going to is try to do this we don't know I, I, nothing's been announced as of yet i mean maybe it could happen we're, we're, we're going on this rant we're going like, how we dare actually, they like we actually have guys we're this will be live streamed <laughs> uh, it'll be an imax theaters too i don't know what you guys are talking about no, but like i just knowing knowing the like say, like comic con in, in, in itself are. and how they are i just don't think they would be no. that forward receptive and forward thinking to being you know let's live stream this yeah you know yeah i don't, I doubt it's gonna be live streamed. there's even it. like there's really, people I, who can't even like sign autographs when they're not at a certain convention right because it's they have agreements with yeah. those conventions I to just, do that type of thing i just right? don't want to read this news through a live tweet it's just it's so annoying but it's it's just so well shay's gonna shay's gonna read it probably. oh no i'm gonna read it because it's that's probably my we my hosting. We'll week, yeah. probably cancel the show that day. <laughs> it's just man, I we live it. in 2022, and this is how we get the news. Like we're behind this wall of here, here, here. It's literally like that, like a boy in the corner yeah. just. But, but again, Comic Con has those moments, like like Comic Con has those hype moments, and I just wish that you know that Comic Con stage could be for everybody. You and know? people that probably go to Comic Con are listening to us right now, going like, oh, these guys they just live there. They yeah. couldn't go to. Go fuck yourself. We, we know, could listen, go to Comic Con 100%. We, could, we no. just didn't expect it to have what they have. They didn't. I didn't expect it to rise from the fucking dead this year. I thought it was down. It was dead. Like, that's yeah, it. Yeah, like, like it was like, done. In like, the ground, of, six bullets. Comic Con. But it wasn't as bad as, like, it didn't go down as bad as, like, E3 went no, down. No, E3 went down, down. Comic Con went bad because, like, Comic Con's bread and butter is, is being a live event with yeah. people there, right? So, like, but last com year. Comic Con's biggest enemy is Comic Con itself. They, yeah. That thinking is only hurting themselves. It is. And, and at the end of the day, too, like, there's only so much that you can really show on that stage because I think people are going to start going the way of like not wanting to compete with all the news and they're going to go the way of DC fandom and it's going to be like, here's a day devoted to us and we're going to, we're going to own the conversation, right? It's and I love packed. DC fandom. It's going to be packed this year as well. I can just, I can already tell. Like we've yeah. been seeing all the expos that have kind of come back. Like there was the anime one that just happened recently. And anime it was, Expo? And it was, I think it was just called Anime and Expo. You're right. And it was packed. Like, yeah, they had to call like the fire department to come to the arena. Yeah, yeah. LA it Convention was Center. Nuts. Woo! Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's good for those people. Like they, they love that shit. They want to be in crowds of the seas of yeah. other anime hey, if characters we, if and we were, cosplay. I'm, we'd be happy too if we were Fuck, there as well, right? Do it, but like, you know, there's three billion people in this world. No, well, there's, 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 there's more, more. more than that. I'm well, I'm pretty sure there's three point eight billion people. No, dude, there's, there's like, like seven billion, billion people, people on man. Earth. I don't know, man. 
What's wrong? Look with you? up. <laughs> look up this is, this the is, population I, I, of the world. I'm going to say three point like eight, 8 billion. billion. Pe- it's like eight billion people, man. Three. Yeah, it's seven point eight billion people. Oh, okay. Andy's like, I've only seen three of them. And he's so. like, I'm in 95. And 95, I don't know why there were only three. I believe, anyways, I believe in 95, yeah. it was There's 3 billion. billion people in the world. Yeah. And you're only marketing yourself to like 100,000. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Or like 5,400 who are in the at the event. Like the smaller. And then I'm just thinking foot traffic. Oh, yeah. Maybe a million. In, uh, I don't think a million people. A million people? Will no. walk through that place. No. It's not. A, a million people? A million people at the LA Convention Center? It's possible. That's too many people, man. No, no, not at all times, but I mean like walking like, through. Yeah, like circulating over, through, yeah. over yeah. the I'm like, there's three days. Dude, I'm like, the Hall H holds 5,000 people. That's so much more. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be like, like going in and out. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. The foot traffic. In 1995, Anthony, if you're curious, the population of the world was 5.7 billion. Okay. So the 3.8 was just me you, pulling it maybe, out. Yeah. Maybe it was, was, was a difference. It was a difference. And yeah. he stopped counting. Yeah. And he's, yeah. And he's like, I don't, I don't know. I think anything. that's what I wish the population was at. Yeah. Oh, Thanos. Thanos. Thanos, right, yeah. Thanos snap. Yeah. I think that's a little, that's still too. Uh, speaking of Comic-Con though, Warner Brothers is going to be there ish. Yeah. And now it's a Superman movie. <laughs> you know? They're not. And now it's a Superman movie. They'll never do it, Anthony. Daniel, they'll never do it. (sighs) They're never going to. Never. Superman. Dude, you're gonna be in the grave, and they'll still have no Superman film. I'll direct. I'll direct a Superman movie for free. That's how. That's how bad they'll get a deal with me. I've never directed a blockbuster film before. First of all, (laughs) have you worked with the high intensive CGI budgets? (laughs) Uh, But I've watched enough movies to know. Oh, it's true. Yeah. You know, all three of us could direct it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like the three of us behind behind the camera on that. Anthony will shoot it. We're making Superman. Shane and I will direct it. Superman walk only, not fly. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't fly. No, no, uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, no cape, and his S is upside down. Yeah. Oh, distress. No flights, no tights. That <laughs> was the motto for Smallville when it came out. Because like we're not putting him in tights and we're not making him fly. Did they ever have him in a suit? Yes, at, at the, the end. At the very end. Very end. end. How did that feel for you? Earned. Good. Yeah. Good. Because it's like now he's Superman. He's earned this. Now it should have been Superman a bit earlier in the show. <laughs> but like seeing that final shot in Smallville. Uh, which they're doing, which I'm actually really happy about. They're doing a Talkville podcast with mm-hmm. Tom Welling, who played Sm- uh, Clark Kent, and Michael Rosemont, who played Lex. You're doing a show like every single person is doing now, and doing an episode based on every episode of the show. Yep, there are yep. 217 episodes of Smallville. Was was the Office the first one to kind of start that? Uh, I feel like I feel like the, the Office, office ladies, the Office was ladies, was like one, you know? one of the big ones. Yeah, and then and you know, Always Sunny, Always Sunny, Parks and Rex does it. Yeah, uh, there's another Office one with the uh, yes, plays Kevin. Yes, I forget his name right now. Michael Baumgartner. Yeah, and then um, that was quick. Right? No, we have a, that was a great yeah, one. You guys yeah. are like Thank fucking you. Office nerds, eh? Yeah, yeah. What's your problem there, huh? No, I'm just. I'm That's not an Office code. Like Zaz, looking motherfucker over here. Jeez, so I don't know why I got here. We're all I'm just saying, like, like you just guys love the office. I think you love the office. You You say like that. I don't love anything as much as you guys love things. (laughs) I don't love anything as much as you guys love. It's very true. That is a true statement. That is a true happiness. Yeah, you love. He's like, I don't even love my mom as much as you guys love the office. No, no. I like the first one. Yeah, I know. I gave my review of the fourth one, Resurrections. If I can go back in time, I would change that. Yeah, that movie didn't hold up. No, I, I was only liking it because. But no, but here's it the was thing: that, a nostalgic moment for me. Uh, yeah, for sure, and that's fine. But then though. It just that's fine. Me. That's yeah, fine, but but that's the thing though: Th- your opinion of things could change over time. Yes. It doesn't change how you felt in the moment. You're allowed though, right? to do that, by the way. Yeah. Am I allowed to? Yes, you're 100 you allowed to change. You guys your love opinions. things. We do. We're really. Anthony passionate. loves nothing. We're really, we yeah, really that, like. That that's why we have a podcast, yeah. though. We have a podcast because we like movies. All I'm saying. All I'm saying is, with regards to Comic Con. I would just love to see some cool announcements out of it. 
And if there's anything to announce about Superman, I'd be really happy. They're literally going to purposely say, and we have no news about Superman today. It's it, it's upsetting. And again, we could, we've could we had many episodes discussing this. The very first image of Henry Cavill as Superman came out in July of 2011. Mm-hmm. And then the movie came out in 2013. Yeah. And next year will be 2023. You're right. And we've gone 10 years without a solo Superman movie. Dude, I... Insane. Longer than we went between Superman Returns and Man of Steel. You know what I heard helps? Is if you send dick pics to Warner Brothers. Whoa! And harass them to get Superman out. I think that already has. We walked in and we were like, why are you pointing your phone? What I I heard helps as well, too, is if you hire like a biplane with like a big... (laughs) Restore the Superman verse. Restore the Superman movie. And fly restore, over restore it. Yeah. That's, 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 yeah. <laughs> Make a Superman movie. Yeah, <laughs> then you're flying the plane, Daniel. Yeah, I'll fly the plane. But you're, it's the same plane that uh, Tails flies in Sonic. <laughs> hey, Sonic. Yeah, you have to also like <laughs> chipmunk you, like, you have to like pass by a farm and irrigate it. Whatever. Like, fucking <laughs> it's medicine. part. Of, it's part of the agreement. Yeah, you have to have to water this farm. Yeah, you also have to drop sand because there's a fire somewhere. Yeah. but also if you have time, that's Daniel's life now. Is this plane, by the way? It's got sand and water, sand, and, and it has my my it's got my mud. as my banner at the back. Yeah, you've got movie. mud right now mixing in your in your plane. You've yeah. got you've got for some reason chipmunks in the plane too. Chipmunks are flying the plane with me. Yeah, uh. listen, I just want a Superman movie. Yeah, you know, I I was watching as we'll get to very soon. I was watching Superman Man of Tomorrow. Yeah, and I was just like, this is such a good story to tell, and it was such a great blueprint of a story that you could use to make a Superman movie. And it's just, it's upsetting that we haven't had one because he is like the character, you know? Yeah. I won't cry. I'm fine. Uh, you are crying. It's kind of weird, I'll be honest. But uh, we're gonna, I'm just going to ignore that. Uh, Netflix is rolling out spatial audio for all devices in partnership with Sennheiser. This comes from Julie Clover of Mac Rumors. Netflix today announced that it is partnering with Sennheiser for a new spatial audio experience that will be available for the Netflix content catalog. For those unfamiliar, spatial audio is designed to provide theater-like sound from a movie, video, or TV show that you're watching, offering a sound experience that sounds like it's sounding sound, sound, sound there's so much sound in this my in lord this article okay. that it's basically I got 5.1 surround sound yeah. inside a headphone it's like coming from all around you now according to netflix spatial audio is the process of rolling out uh, across the netflix content catalog starting today and that's the day that the article was written so it's july 7th i believe and users can find shows and movies that support spatial audio by typing in spatial audio into the search bar using sennheiser ambio ambeo technology stereo audio will be enhanced with an immersive surround sound experience that is compatible with all devices all streaming plans and does not require surround sound speakers or home theater equipment anthony you love spatial audio like they call you the spatial audio king i believe what that's what i heard <laughs> it was one guy that said i, I only like use it once all the time while. like it's not like all the time <laughs> i just experienced it for the first time I want to say a year ago, and it was like, oh, this is yeah. So, what do different. you think about this? Like, how do you think Netflix? I mean, Netflix. But, we've talked about that they've always wanted to kind of go in a bit more of a technology. I thought route. they were. I thought like for for Apple devices, they were spatial. Audio. They they were for Apple if, devices. If you watch on in the Apple TV app, there are they will there are movies that support that. This right? is now yes. everything. Right? No, it's good. Like, I think if you have headphones that are spatial audio designed, and you will be 
em- enveloped into this Envelope. Not, not immersed. You'd be enveloped okay, into envelope. it. Immersed. You'll be mailed away because <laughs> uh, you're gonna go on a journey. <laughs> you'll be flat immersed <laughs> into either the TV series that you're yeah. watching or the movie that you're watching, and it will feel like you're in that room or you're in that helicopter or plane, whatever is happening on screen. It just feels real, and it just it. The technology behind it's fantastic. If you have AirPods, you probably have noticed it. If you've watched Apple TV Plus uh, shows. And maybe some Netflix content, but if this is going to be available for a wider range of people, a hundred percent, it makes sense. It just—it's another—it's not gimmicky at all. It's—it really feels like this is the evolution of sound with headphones, because mm-hmm. it was always like, oh, I like listening to my movies with headphones on, but I'm not getting that feeling of planes try flying past me, or if it was a bullet that zipped by my ear, yeah. and you will feel that. Mm-hmm. You won't. You will feel like you're in that room with that actor because of the hollowness and the the reverb that yes. it creates yes. yeah. in a in a room with not a lot of furniture happening. Um, but yeah, it's it's it just elevates the sound game. Like OLED elevates the video game. This elevates the sound game for sure. I true story. I was I was. Uh, I was putting on my AirPods, my AirPods Pro, because they have the spatial audio feature. And I didn't realize that, I guess, my iPad was playing a movie or I had paused movie on there. So as soon as I put my AirPods Pro on, this dialogue started. And it was so crisp and so clear. And it sounded like they were in the room. I started looking around like, who the fuck is talking to me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why is Charlie Day in the room with me right now? What is going on? Yeah. It was that good. So, yes, this is pretty cool. I'm glad that they're kind of developing their films i'm also glad that it's not hidden behind uh like the 4k tier or something like that oh god it's you part of all the streaming plans but yeah it, you know what do you think um i think this is netflix looking at the numbers of where are people watching our shows and they're seeing a lot of people are watching their shows on mobile devices so why not give them the best experience you know most people aren't going to have 4k dolby vision on their mobile devices but what they can have is great audio yeah and audio is something that we are the most critical of and i'm not saying us as a show we are critical of it but i think audiences are the most critical of audio because you could forgive something that's in standard definition you could forgive something that's in lower quality but as soon as it sounds bad you can't get past that you you don't adjust to that so you want to give someone the best audio experience while regardless of what their feed looks like this is going to be big and Mm. i think the fact that this isn't you know proprietary technology just a sennheiser this is something that's going to be on other devices too, like on Apple headphones and Beats headphones, AirPods, which most people own to watch their stuff, they're going to be able to experience that. And I think that's going to be really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely agree with you. Cool. Jumping into the box office, cha-ching! Thor Love and Thunder is now seeing around $143 million opening weekend. That's great. It's going to do great. It um, always will do great. It'll always yeah. do. It's a Marvel movie. Like, they never not do great. Yeah. So, uh, we haven't Eternals? gotten... Yeah, Eternals. Eternals is, uh, yeah. box office wise didn't do as as hot, right? As hot, as hot, as hot. Yeah, hot, hot, hot. Hot. So very do you think Miss right Marvel, now. if she came out as a film, would have been no? Yeah. As sad as it is to say, um, mm. it depends though. I mean, because there's also things that you know we look at things and they become cultural phenomenons, and also I think depends what that story is going to be. Mm-hmm. But I also think Miss Marvel's show or Miss Marvel's story works so well as a show because we're getting a lot more time to develop who she is. So next year when we see her in the Marvels, people are going to be like, I'm showing up for her. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I, I really hope so. Again, but as a debut, yeah, it would maybe it would have been it wouldn't have been as it hot. Probably would have been like 
uh like ant-man like it's like a small and i don't mean that as like a smaller character i just mean that as like box office wise may have been maybe five there to no small characters mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. small movies it's not a saying what accent was that uh, i don't too? know i haven't committed to an accent yet okay it sound like um the artist the artist like uh what's his name was that a sound film no the <laughs> <laughs> the movie with uh, James Franco. He played. Uh, oh, yeah. Disaster, disaster artist. artist. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. My bad. Disaster artist. I just said the artist. I thought you oh. would get it when you did that the voice. That was so good. Uh, yeah. yeah I, hear French now. Film. I hear it now. He's no small actor. It's not. We can't talk about that movie. That uh, Minions Rise of Gru, though. It's on its second week. You know, the gentle minions are out there supporting this film. Yeah. Let's talk about Top Gun, though. But I'm gonna first give the number. Of the <laughs> no, movie. no, no. I'm just saying. Like, let's talk about Top Gun. Yeah, 45 million this weekend. Good for them. Great second weekend. Good for them. You know, there's gonna be five, six, seven, and eight of these. Goddamn. Movies. I didn't know that this was only the second Minions movie too. Yeah, oh. but they've also been like what four Despicable Me's. I think so. Yeah, I've only seen a few Despicable Me's. I don't know which ones I've seen I, even. I'm I, only I seen just one. don't understand. Like they don't they don't say words. No. What what are kids watching? <laughs> well, I think it's a silly sounds. So they're watching an hour and a half of silly sounds. Yes, kids. Maybe Gru. kids will like that. He probably is. He has, that, he has that accent. So that's, <laughs> a killer. <laughs> yeah, that was also me doing Zeus, by the way, in Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, that was, was very Jimmy the Greek of yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy top, the Greek. Top Gun Maverick. Oh, here we go. Top Gun Maverick. I'm gonna skip past that one. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It 15.5 million this weekend. It, this movie is is crushing. Two it. months old now. At this point, crushing it. Yeah. Who hasn't seen Top Gun Maverick yet? If you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, right in the show, we'll send you money to go watch it. That's how so. We're Tom Cruise is right to Anthony's keep it in spot. theaters for two hundred and fifty-three days. Yeah. Oh, I think it's one hundred and twenty <laughs> days. No, it's it's two hundred three now. He's gonna do it's gonna three hundred all year. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, they did the biggest dice roll with this movie of saying, okay, we're not releasing it during twenty twenty. We're not releasing it in twenty twenty one. We're gonna hold on. To, remember when this movie was delayed like the third time from yeah. November twenty twenty one to May. And we're just like, are you kidding they me? Did they keep updating the trailer? Just you guys could have dropped ending. it. And we're like, they, you guys could have dropped it. It would have been fine. And then we're wrong. They stunted on all of us. You're like, they would have been that. fine. They would have been fine. They would have right. been fine. I, but I, you don't know. We don't know if they'd released it. Would have they? That might have rejuvenated. Because Inception didn't. Because that movie was just too. Tenant. Tenant. Too, sorry. Yeah. Inception. No, but that's Tenet. 2020 though. Right, but like Tenet was supposed to be like we're gonna bring back people to the theater. Yeah, but Tenet then, didn't open everywhere in the states though. Like it, like theaters weren't open in the states. That's why they were only like open here and in some cities. In the states, in the states, they weren't open. Like New York wasn't open, LA wasn't open. Um, yeah. but no, but like, like who knows? Like, because like, I don't even think they had the Lady Gaga song yet. Like, there, it's just it's just interesting how everything lined up for Top Gun Maverick. And I'm curious if this came out, this wouldn't have had the legs it had because. Uh, like Spider-Man would have been coming out and other Marvel movies would have been coming out and the Batman would have been coming out. If you told me that this Top Gun Maverick was going to make over a billion, I wouldn't have believed it's you. It's the highest grossing movie this year. I wouldn't have believed you. That's crazy. Top Gun yeah, Maverick is the number one grossing movie of 2022 that is so far. Abs- and it deserves it. It wow. absolutely deserves it. Wow. It, what is it doing internationally? Crazy numbers. It's over over a billion. Over a billion? Like, like, in, oh, like oh, sorry, total? Worldwide? I think it's like 600 yes. million. Yeah, I think, oh, it's yeah, 1.1 inter- right now. International yeah. is about, I guess, 600 and million it's big, so. Do we know what... Like, International numbers? Like, who's the biggest out of the internet, like these countries that really put the money towards... Uh, I personally don't. Maybe Daniel will have I the have, answer for I us. I have the international numbers are 544 million as of right now. Um, in terms of the highest grossing markets, uh, it looks like... You know, Italy's pretty up there, which is great. 
Uh, France is up there, which is great with like 33 million. France is at like, a, sorry, Italy's like 11 million. France is 33 million. Um, United Kingdom, 82 million. The only reason I'm asking this is because it's such a, an American film. So I'm, I'm curious to see how like other nations um, really deal with it. Like how, like do, do they love this type of style of, of do movie they get and, it? and do they get do it? They like, a lot of Europeans, they don't really like the whole America. Yeah, but but I think <laughs> yeah, but I think they like American culture, which and I think they like Tom Cruise, which is yeah. a big. Com- so I, I just wanted to know which which of the countries were the biggest. Uh, Australia is really big. Again, this movie didn't release in China either. No yeah. movies have released in China this year, which is which is crazy to think that they're making this much money. Brazil, a lot of money. United Kingdom, as I was saying. Um, it's making tons of movie, ev- tons of money, tons of movies, <laughs> lots of movie, lots of movie everywhere. And now there's Mula. talks about do we do they make a third one? And Miles Teller was like, well, it's all up to Tom if a third one ever to come out. Like he is going to make that decision. And I think you know we know Tom Cruise from just reading articles about why he didn't come out with a sequel 35 years ago, <laughs> and his reasoning behind it. Do does it make sense now? Because this is a different type of, of uh, we'll say, audience that he's dealing with. Yeah. Does he make a third one? Is there a story there? I think... Do you guys want to see a third one? I want to... I, yeah, here's the thing. Top Gun Maverick, to me, is such a perfect film. I don't need a sequel to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it, like, I don't... It's like, I don't... Unless there's, like, some type of immaculate story, but, like, that's... The story is him coming back to top gun after all these years i think it would cheapen it how do you how do you do another top gun story again you know what i mean like it's i don't know i don't like again people probably thought that of the first film but this movie had like a different like just buy into it with him coming back maverick coming back ice like calling it like all this stuff all like and being with miles teller and goose and the legacy of all that where i don't know how you you do that again how many how many times can you have lightning strike yeah, you know, and this is a sequel, right? Like, yeah. it never strikes this hard. What would you even sequel? call the third one? Top Gun Forever. <laughs> Top Gun Forever. Top Gun Forever. It was like Batman Forever. Yeah. Call it Top Gun Dead Reckoning. <laughs> Top Gun Iceman. Oh, but he's dead. It, you know, know. Like, <laughs> it's just a. It's, Ice a simple, it's, a, it's a simple story. Like, why? Why make it like into this franchise? They yeah. don't need it. Like, they don't. They don't it, need let it be its thing. And if they have a great story, I'm sure we'll welcome it. Obviously. But you don't need to. I think it's great the way it is. Don't get ahead of yourselves. Like you have a great hit here. You have a great movie. Just a little weary on continuing it. What if Paramount puts in the same universe as like um, a Quiet Place, uh, and it's like Quiet Jets? They can't. They can't use their jets because they're so loud. <laughs> but they're in the middle of the ocean. These things can't get to the ocean. They could. Dude, they could they, swim. They can swim. They can't? Or they use the boat. They, they use the boat. They, yeah. they, they're going to swim. From, <laughs> you tell me they got, they got clickers on planes. Where, where are they? Where like New Jersey, Connecticut, all the way to the freaking Atlantic or Pacific Ocean? I think they're in yeah. Boston. Connecticut is in Boston. Yeah. 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 I'm just, they're not going to swim to the middle yeah, of the ocean. Yeah, but they also landed everywhere on Earth, though. They're also in a fucking plane. Uh, they're jets, dude. Yeah. What about Transformers? What if they mix it with the Transformers? Well, that's Ooh. Story. Yeah. They, like oh. he's, he's just flying Tom and all of a sudden he oh, just boom, boom, boom. Oh, no! <laughs> Decepticons. <laughs> what's the what's the Jets? Jet Scream. Jet Scream. That's yeah. <laughs> I was gonna jet. be like I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, what's that jet guy? I think he was like screaming something. Yeah, I was he's literally gonna say it like that. Jet scream. <laughs> jet, jet scream then. Oh yeah. yes, yes, yes. I, of yeah, don't do that. 
Don't put it against. Don't put Tom Cruise in monsters. What about Tom Cruise and Vin Diesel? Fast and Furious meets. But it's Universal. I know though. that's a oh, crossover. big cross Universal collab. Dark Universe, The Mummy. Oh, Vin Diesel. Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raptors. And then you got Jackass. So Jackass what? Paramount, right? Oh, yeah. Jackass. Johnny Knoxville is jumping off of a plane. My name is Tom Cruise. Welcome to Jackass. Oh, God. Yeah. Very different type of stunts they're doing. Yeah. Again, congratulations to Paramount for the wonderful year they're having with movies. Good for them, man. They're killing it. They made a wise decision on that. Yeah. Yeah. They gambled really hard and it paid off. Dude, if we were running it, we would have. Just we would have lost the about money. <laughs> we would have been a Superman movie, and they'd be like, "You don't have the rights to we this. We can't do this, guys." Uh, you're gonna call it Man Super. Man, su- man Super. <laughs> super comma man. <Yeah. laughs> um, but no, like again, with the fact that Top Gun still doesn't have a home release date, they're, they're they are riding, riding high. This, wave, this yeah. is like this is like when No Way Home was out, and they were just like, "It's making them money. Why would we release it at home?" Yeah, but it's still it's gonna be out. In theaters longer than No Way Home. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's not going to make as much money, but like, holy shit, it's killing My goodness. But also, Elvis is doing great, too. It's on its its third week, and it it got uh, uh, 11 million this weekend. And again, this is a movie that I didn't think would make this much money. It's also bringing in, like Top Gun did, a very different demographic to the theaters. When I went to go see it for the second time, um, my dad would have was like a toddler. To the rest of the audience. Oh, I was like, what happened to your dad in the movie? Yeah. No, like I my pictured his dad with like one of those like rattles? baby rattles. Yeah, like he literally like I I was I wasn't even born yet compared to the people yeah. When in you there. were telling me like the the crowd that was with you and like how they all got off the old folks bus. Yeah, you know. Again, good for them for being out and going on excursions to the theater and watching it. But also, I knew it was gonna. It, I knew the day felt off because when I saw the lineup at the box office, I'm like, hold on a second. Who goes to the box office to buy tickets still? Yeah. And it was just, there was a big crowd of. I was like, I'm surprised that movie would have like given them a heart attack, I feel, because it's so intense. It's movie, a little intense. You know, yeah. like it's just like, like. They started screaming too. When the, when the women started screaming too and Elvis first performed, yeah. they were just like going back to their younger days. Oh, wow. That yeah, was great. No, it's nice to see them. Nice. Like, That's awesome. It's nice to see people come to the theater. That's true. Let's jump into some trailers. 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 We got a lot of trailers. We're not going to touch on them all, but let's touch on the ones that are important. So let me go through the list and then we'll talk about maybe like one or two. Yeah. Yeah. We have Honk for Jesus, Luck, Clerks 3, The Woman King, Ticket to Paradise, Hocus Pocus 2, See How They Run, Resurrection, Smile, Amsterdam, and Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. This is the Amazon Prime show. Uh, I think right off the bat, let's talk about Lord of the Rings because that's that's coming soon. We're getting closer and closer to it. It looks great. Coming. It looks great. It's a, it's a teaser. It's not even the trailer yet. Like, no. Trailer no. is the 14th, I believe. Or, yeah, the 14th or 15th. Yeah. yeah. So, teaser looks great. I'm super excited. I want more Lord of the Rings lore. Me too. Yeah. Um, CG looks great. I can't see uh, why people were complaining about the CG before. People were complaining about what? Something people complain? I don't, I just get, don't it. get it, man. Right. Like, do you, have you seen Thor: Love and Thunder? <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. But yeah, no. I'm, I'm looking forward to yeah the story yeah. that we're gonna get. Can't be bad. This is literally from the book. Yeah. This again, there's so much the the fact that they're spacing this out thousands of years before. Tell us a good story, make it interesting, give us action. They've been working on this for hundreds of thousands Dawn of years. Of time, I think. You know, they've been working <laughs> on this, so um I'm just I'm just hoping it's great and I can't wait to see it. And, and we uh, got we got some some stuff happening. We're getting, I don't know what it is. I though. don't know. Maybe you can't ask me. If you're a fan of Lord of the Rings, I would say keep your eyes and ears on the movie and podcast. your feet. Yeah, put, put your Sauron yeah. eye on the movie oh, podcast. Put your soon. Hobbit ass feet. 
Yeah. Your hairy feet. Ew. Your hairy feet, yeah. Um, this, uh, this took a turn. Other than that, trailers in the last couple of weeks, nothing's been really hitting it. I think Comic-Con's really when we're going to get all these oh, yeah. trailers. Uh, Amsterdam looks interesting. Yes. But it's also... Big cast. Big cast, but I'm also just like... Controversial we'll as see. well. How's yeah. it, what, what's, why is it controversial? With David O. Russell, David o. Russell. and uh, there was uh, allegations. Again, I, again, I'm not like filled in fully on this but there were allegations that he uh you know like he groped his groped his transgender niece yeah yeah and he he said it as well that he did yeah um oh yeah yeah so i, I didn't even know that he said it yeah so this is david old russell's not like he, he has controversy for a lot of stuff for, for a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff um, yeah. but yeah this is it's a new remember, one remember when he that whole recording of his came out where he yelled yeah he was yelling at his stars which was a, it was kind of funny but um yeah, he's a weird dude. Yeah, yeah so this we'll, is his first film since um, American American Hustle. Hustle American yeah. Hustle. No, but didn't he do? No, he did. Uh, no, he did the one afterwards with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. The uh, oh, Joy. 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 Was that after? That American? was after American oh, okay, Hustle. Okay, so yeah. then this is the the first film. Since I think anyone Joy. saw Joy. That's no. Why. Yeah. Uh, but I great. saw the trailer for it a million. times. I saw the trailer for it a lot. Yeah. Cast yeah. looks great though. Ca- yeah, it's, it's an all star cast. Don't know what. It's an interesting story about these three friends. Yeah, that, John, David Washington, Margot Robbie, and Christian Bale. Yeah. So we'll see. I Christian have no Bale idea what the movie's great. about. Yeah. Christian Bale's always great. Yeah. Um, other than that, there's really nothing. Even Hocus Pocus 2, in my case, the teaser, they all look good. Um, we'll see what happens when it comes they out. They all yeah. look like witches. Out this week, Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank, Where the Crawdads Sing, and The Gray Man. Can you say Where the Crawdads Sing where without the craw- an accent? Where the cr- without an accent? Without an accent. You, it's hard to say without an accent. Where the Crawdads Where the, the Crawdads Sing. sing. Why are you saying it so high? Where the because I feel like sing. I have to go high. Where the crawdads? Where the crawdads sing? Where I don't, the I don't have an dads sing. You say it, when but I'm cra- saying it's not as fun to say. Where the crawdads? Where the crawdads? Where the creepy crawlies? <laughs> That's not the name of the movie, though. <laughs> Crawly daddies. Uh, Crawly dads. That's what we call us. Uh, where the crawdads sing and the gray man will have reviews we'll have out. Some reviews out this week on the week podcast yeah. feed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. job, guys. Yeah, you guys did it. What are we watching? Oh shit! We're still like we're man. still we're still not into the topic of the show. Let me go first. Okay, I'm gonna go really fast. I with didn't mine too. didn't say that you can go first. Well, I made the executive decision. Well, I'm part I of the am show. the host. I'm one of the producers and hosts of this. <laughs> you know, I didn't go first. I was gonna pick you anyways. Oh, okay, cool. Um, watched Umbrella Academy season three. Enjoyed it. Stranger Things season four. Black Phone, which we didn't do a review, but one of my favorite films of the you're year. the only one who watched it yes yeah. well yeah that's what we're <laughs> I'm surprised like we didn't we were going to go we didn't act well like we didn't our screening her. our screening got cancelled yeah yes you guys went to go watch Thor Love and Thunder twice before you went to go watch Black Phone yeah, but that, the like Black Phone also the wasn't playing second time wasn't my choice I know you should have went to watch the Black Phone I should have um, it's a great family film yeah mm-hmm. but, well yeah there's kids in it yeah Dead and the, sorry the character's name is The Grabber <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's oh, the point? Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Blackbird, yeah. which is an Apple TV Plus yes. series. Yes, first two episodes are out right now. Go listen to our interview with Paul Walter Hauser. Miss Marvel. Street Food USA, which we are embargoed. We can't really talk about yet, yeah. but... Review next week. Review coming soon. Westworld Season 3. Interesting. Westworld's such a weird story. Was it only one episode that dropped last week? Two, ep- well, or two, ep- two well, episodes are out. It's two episodes out. Now we're going... Such an interesting, weird story. From what you know, what it was in the beginning to what it is now, it's such a... a totally different, right? ...change of, of where these characters are. A lot of it is maybe over my head sometimes. I'm not smart enough for it. Uh, there's something else that I'm missing 
that we watched? Obi Wan Kenobi. No. Well, I guess there's a lot. We've been we've been off for a while, so yeah. you know I can't blame yourself. I I know the last time I was here we talked about how I was playing Fallen Order, and I think right now I really got into playing Fallen Order, trying mm-hmm. to finish this game. Uh, really enjoying the story and yeah. and the insects that are in there and the yeah, monsters and the, lore. and the lore. Just the mechanics. Awful. Yeah, that's I know. I said that before, part. but now that I've really got into this game, it's just not fluid enough it really sticks out sticks out yeah hopefully in the sequel they tighten that all up to feel really good i hope so that's that's all i've been doing dan what about yourself uh for me yeah i'll go really fast you know i saw top gun maverick again miss marvel has just been a delight to watch every week especially uh the last episode we got episode uh five which was just lovely to see uh thor love and thunder we did watch for our review which you could go listen to now i did see it again um and our my thoughts are very much the same uh, Superman Man of Tomorrow I spoke about earlier in this episode a uh, really great animated film and it's the first in you know DC's kind of new universe that they're establishing of these animated films so it's the same universe as uh, Justice um, Justice Society World War II um, the same universe as Batman uh, The Long Halloween and the upcoming Green Lantern uh, Beware My Power which is going to be a Jon Stewart story which I'm really excited about because he's my favorite lantern um, so it's a bit of a unique or a different animation style but harder lines and it's, i actually really really like it great uh great voice acting as well definitely check it out uh what else yeah street food we'll be talking about next week so look forward to that and i just like i said earlier as well in the show i finished god of war uh shadow of the tomb raider i've picked it up again after being off of it for years and only really playing the first hour before um a lot of issues with it for me personally i don't think the story is really that interesting and the game mechanics aren't really gripping me uh, I've been sending you both like essays of me playing it and just like, I'm like, why is this like, why is it like this? And like, especially jarring after finishing God of War and then playing that afterwards, which right. both came out the same year, same year and they feel like they're almost 10 years apart. April and November? April and September. September. Sorry. Yeah. So Tomb Raider also just came out like a week after Spider-Man as well. Yeah. So it really came out in a really bad spot. Um, and then I watched The Princess with you, Shay, which is a brand new uh hulu slash disney plus star film starring joey king and it is not a great movie it's um and i you know there's a really cool idea here and i think there is if this movie really stuck to it being like the raid castle edition castle crashers edition yeah i think it would have landed more but i think the cinematography and the action is just really clashing together and it's really trying to be stylistic and it's trying to be really cool but it doesn't pull it off. And I think that's what's that's what's really um, hard about the watch while, while watching this film. And also I think the performances, I think I like Joey King as an actress. Um, I just don't think she's given much to do. And I think everyone in this movie just feels like they're just kind of showing up, the doing paycheck. their part, and then dipping out. It was definitely right? a paycheck, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. I don't really recommend you spend your time with it. It's a skip it for me. Yeah, for me, Blackbird. I also finished Loot. Oh, Blackbird. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Great. Uh, Blackbird, great show. Loved it. Uh, I also finished the show Loot on Apple TV+. Plus. The episodes are still coming out. I highly recommend it. If you have Apple TV+, Plus, Maya Rudolph is an absolute god. I love her so much. She's so good in this show. Highly recommend watching it. It's by Alan Yang and Matt Hubbard. And you you have to know them because they're fantastic. And we've had them on the show as well. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. Uh, Miss Marvel absolutely loved episode five. My family loved it too. Like they really got to them emotionally, which I love to see that. Uh, Stranger Things season four, we're pretty much all done now. I rewatched Avengers Infinity War because Thor Love and Thunder really hurt me. And no, it didn't hurt me. I'm just kidding. But 
like it just I was like, oh man, I want to watch something that's good. With yeah, Thor. and I and I think fo- you know following you know Ragnarok, which we loved, and then seeing you know Chris Hemsworth's journey with Thor in Infinity War and in Endgame, and seeing that like oh it's ending with him with the Guardians, and then seeing that story. I think the biggest criticism we had with the movie is that it just didn't feel like there was a story to tell in this no. movie. Right, it for everything was forced, and again, the second viewing that I watched, if anything, it made that feeling worse because I was like, "Oh man, like I didn't push the needle forward for me. If anything, pushed it back." Yeah, um, watched Top Gun Maverick again, and of course, the princess, the same things as Daniel Princess is, uh, it it has an idea there that could work, but they spend so much time on making it not work, and it's just silly. Like there's like you shouldn't have a movie where there's 80 people surrounding one character and they're all being killed off because let's take taking, our turns. They're let's taking their turns. their turns. Like it's silly. Like you make it seem natural, but they're all just kind of waiting. Like it, it felt like a video game from 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Not the greatest. Let's jump into our topic of the show. So we'll, we'll kind of go like a, in a round Robin style of just talking about what are some of our favorite films so far of this year the first six months so we'll go one movie each and then we'll talk about that movie if that person says it yeah so if let's say if anthony claims the batman then that's when we'll talk about and then we'll move on yeah cool so let's start off with anthony the batman damn it (laughs) well that the show's done now yeah and then you tell us why the batman you know the listeners know like the batman's a really good movie like it's a great film it's a gem of a film it's 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 it is a fantastic version of what I wanted from a Batman, from Batman the character in a movie. He got everything down right, from the grittiness to the the story and the detective and and just the characters that are involved. Everything about it is fantastic. And some people don't like it, and that's great. But like to me, is just this was what I wanted my Batman to be, and I got it. Matt Reeves did a fantastic job with this film, and I. I wonder where, like, come award award um, season, where it will fall, if it will be nominated for anything. Robert, I think technical it will be there. Technical, Performance-wise, sure. probably not. Directing, cinematography. Like, uh, cinematography is just fantastic. I think cinematography would be there for sure. Greg Frazier's just coming off his Oscar win for Dune. Yeah. Um, what more can we say about the Batman that we haven't already said on a million episodes exactly. this year? It is a phenomenal movie. It is the definitive version of Batman and it is a worthy, you know, it is up there with my love for what I have for the Nolan films, which are especially the dark Knight, being my favorite film of all time. This movie grips you from the very first moment where you're going through Gotham city and you're seeing the perspective of the Riddler. Then it cuts to, you know, Batman just being a creature of the night and the way this movie just uses shadow and light. And like, you're looking at every corner of this movie thinking it's almost like a horror film. Cause you're like, is Batman there? Is Batman there? Like all these, all these criminals, you sense that that sense of fear that they have, and it's so magical. And then you see like just you know his relationship with Alfred and his relationship with Commissioner Gordon. This movie pulled something off that we've never really seen before, and it established so much of the lore of Batman in one film. Where we're getting Riddler, we're getting um, the Penguin, we're getting Catwoman, we're getting Joker, we're getting all, we're getting like. Um, um, Mar- is, it Mar- is it a is it Maroni or is it a Falcone? Falcone, Falcone. Like we're getting him, and like we're we're establishing this role of the Batman, and then we're going to be getting a Penguin spinoff, which I can't wait. And then obviously we spoke to Mike Marino earlier this year, but 
what a movie like what a phenomenal phenomenal movie beautiful action beautiful score this is what this is this movie and then obviously with another movie we'll talk about are the reasons why i go to the movie and this is a movie that i think this movie did for me now what the dark knight did for me 2008 where i just felt like i was just I was transported and this movie, there was a before and an after. And that's what this, what that's what the Batman was for me. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree with you guys. Batman was phenomenal. We had a great time watching it and it, it was one of those movies that we couldn't wait to own. Like, it, like there's movies that you watch in a theater and you're like, yeah, that's fantastic, but I'm okay to wait till it goes on sale. This is a movie that we couldn't wait to get our hands on. Yeah. And so, we bought, we bought when we it was bought 29 99 yeah, and we bought it yeah. at its most expensive. Yeah. Yeah. We burned through those, those bonus features because that's, that's the art of, you know, wa- watching movies at home is those bonus features. I love watching the behind the scenes, how yeah. they make things. And this movie has a stacked, bonus features list why don't you uh send me your write, write your write your address down uh, yeah i'll send, send you a little letter email. you know i'll send you a letter i'll hand deliver it to yeah. you um how, how many of these are we doing are we doing like how many rounds do you want to do about 10 okay yeah yeah we'll go next what else what okay listen i i have to follow it up with top gun maverick because mm-hmm. let's let's get this conversation going because we've already spoken so much about it again what more can we say about this movie that this like like with Batman. This is why I go to the movies. Yeah. This is why we go to the movies. Yeah. A movie like this makes you fall in love with movies, and Top Gun Maverick is why Tom Cruise is the biggest movie star in the world. Yeah, no one else could have made this movie but him. No. I know we think of George Clooney, we think of Brad Pitt, we think of Leo as these giant movie stars. Denzel Washington, Tom Cruise is a movie star, and I think he is like the last big movie star. And I don't think there's really anyone in his league right now who is doing the roles that he's doing. Yes, Denzel and Tom Hanks and Leo and Brad Pitt are all doing great pictures and great films. But Tom Cruise is like doing this action. And I think that's what makes him such a damn fucking cool movie star. The last action hero. You know? He is he is that the embodiment of that name. Amazing think, movie. But yeah, for me, Top Gun was again a film that I was weary getting into because it's a sequel to a a cheesy the first one was a little cheesy oh a lot of cheesy a lot of cheesy cheesy. this one was so different and you know the technology now that we have to to film these planes and to get the 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 cockpit view and shot on imax and this and that yeah they had like eight cameras in each cockpit it's crazy and even just the story just being a simple story about you know him coming back to top gun and training these new these new elite fighter pilots on this mission and everything that we experienced from it is just, it was a real, real great experience from a film. You know, it's been a long time since I kind of got that rush of adrenaline. Thrilling. Thrilling. You know, Batman was, was, was great, but the thrill, like just the high of a movie I got from the Maverick. Oh, totally different, totally different types of adrenaline for sure. And, And Top Gun Maverick also, it's so it's such a universal film. It is in, yeah. in the sense that it should, it should make almost anyone happy. It's and, the summer know, of Top Gun. I, I took people to see that movie who've never watched the first film or who have no care about anything that Top Gun represents. And uh, no care about anything in life, <laughs> <laughs> and they were cured. And they were they were they were laughing and jumping. No, and they left going like that was an experience because the movie it has this nostalgia, this heart to it, and I love the fact that it's not. I mean, at least as what we know, they're not talking about a specific country. They're not, no. They're no. not. They're not saying, hey, we're going to go bomb the Middle East. It's always, that's always the case in these films. But this movie takes just an approach where 
it makes it ambiguous enough that you can enjoy it without worrying about who you're upsetting or offending. Yeah, I think, and I think that's the thing, right? Like, yes, it's a very pro-America movie, but this movie also represents it's a very kind of like 80s 90s america where it's not in your face where it's like you'll see a flag a couple times but that's about it yeah but it's not it's never just like america we're the greatest country in the world or anything like that it's it's very much the america that i think america wants to aspire to be where you're you're taking down bad guys and you're destroying things that are going to hurt people you're there to help the world you're not there to inflict danger on it or fear danger zone like you're (laughs) it's it's like very much i think the america that it wants to aspire to be yeah. right. Shay, right. drop another one on us. Another gem I've got for you guys here is the best multiverse film this year. Everything, everywhere, all at once. What a phenomenal movie this was. This movie completely took us by surprise. The heart, the emotion this movie created. The Daniels created a movie Thank that. You. Not you though. You weren't one of them. No. No. Were you? No. Secret? Maybe you I'm the third Daniel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're the third Daniel. Um, this movie took something that you know is so bizarre, like the multiverse, and made it easy to grasp. It took something that we've not seen before and made us love it. Like these are all characters. The fact that it's an all Asian cast as well is what makes this movie phenomenal. I love this movie so much, and the ending always gets me emotionally. You have a movie where people have hot dog fingers and like i I say that and it's like a silliest thing in the world and it works and they stick butt plugs up their butts you know what i mean they stick where where else would you put a butt plug though you it's true damn you got me there Mm -hmm. you got me there what are your guys thoughts would you say this also ends up in your top 10 yeah yeah it's in my it's 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 my my number three of the year right now yeah it's it's batman top gun maverick and everything everywhere for me right now yeah Um, i didn't i didn't give my numbers i know it's okay i i I just i'm just looking at my list for for like for the for the end of the year but yeah everything everywhere all at once what more could we say again like this movie is just gorgeous it's visually some of the craziest things i've ever seen in a movie you you go into this movie and you leave and you're just like i feel like i just was like my heart rate was like at 200 for the last like oh god that's intense it's really fast yeah, yeah. i mean for like the last two hours um my only my only complaint with um everything everywhere is i think it could be a little smidge shorter yeah um but because because it's it's it's, it's like, like five minutes a thing you could i would say 15 minutes, minutes. Oh, ten, 10 minutes 10 minutes 45 minutes 10 minutes 10 minutes the whole movie no no, no. eight minutes yeah it's uh it's it's fantastic it is uh, it's like I said, it's visually stunning. Your Michelle Yeoh is phenomenal. Ki uh, Huey Kwan, who we had on our show, what a return to film with this movie! Yeah. What a return to Hollywood movies! I just can't wait to see him in everything now because he is so damn good. Um, that scene of him just like talking to Evelyn, just being like, you know, in another universe, I would have happy to like own a laundromat with you and do our taxes. Like that scene always gets me. Wow. It's beautiful. It's just such a beautiful film. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Stephanie. Um, who plays the daughter? Who? Was her last name? Sue. 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 Uh, Sue. <laughs> uh, phenomenal performance. I think that it, I think it gets overlooked because of how incredible Michelle Yeoh is in this movie. And I hope this movie gets its due. You know, at the end of the year or the Oscars, whatever, we'll see. But um, if you're going to look for a movie that is unlike anything you've ever seen, everything, everywhere, all at once is where to go. Movie. It's that yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. I think movies like this are what make you know the uniqueness of films, getting away from just the the continuous sequel yeah. idea, like original idea movies. Yeah. This is so original and taking things that we are so aware of, like the multiverse, and then making a story out of it from this 
sampling family that deals with it. It's just, it's so unique in its sense. I loved it. Yeah, it's a little long, but, you know, the overall experience from it, from from this film, is just something that will last with me for so long. It's something that I'll always go back to. And I love films that are, they take the risks and they come out shining. Because that's what makes these movies timeless. Yeah, and it did well box office. It did. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. most the most successful H two four film. I'll take a movie that swings for the fences any day. Yeah, then plays yeah. it safe. You 100%. know, Anthony, what else you got? Uh, let me see here. My list. I got Elvis. Elvisio. Elvisio. Uh-huh. Oh. Do you do it in an Elvis voice? Oh, I don't have an Elvis. <laughs> you were about he did it for a second. He's, oh, he's oh, like, oh, wait a second. I, I don't have one. Oh. <laughs> he literally did it. He's like, oh, wait, wait, I don't I have one. one. <laughs> you literally like, just like, you did 5%. You're like, I, like, oh, that's I really so liked funny. Elvis. I just, yeah. I love the story. I love everything Baz gave me in that film. Thank you. Um, I didn't, <laughs> I'm, I saw <laughs> Baz, right? Elvis was just so good. Oh, there's a hell is honking out there. You guys talking about Elvis? Austin Butler did a fantastic job playing this character. He has no, he had no right to play him so well. You know, for no right for for the first time, we'll say this is his breakout role for sure. It's he did everything for this character and he brought his A game for it and he it shines. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Everything about this film. And I didn't think I would like it this much. Everything about this film just does a great job of captivating these moments in his life and bringing them to yeah. the present. And the way it was shot, the cinematography, the pacing of the editing, everything about it just resonated with me. And it still does. It's still like, man, I, I want to go watch it again because it's just energizing. It's, it's a history lesson as well. Because again, I, I didn't know much about Elvis. So learning a little bit more about his life and his career and where it started and where it ended, it's it's always it's always scary to make biopics because you want to do it so right. And I believe Baz Luhrmann did a fantastic job bringing someone who isn't an Elvis fan into a world of Elvis. Yeah, and I think a lot of people agree with me. Yeah, we do, especially like, we do. <laughs> <laughs> like the, who are you to? the older crowds who who grew up with him. Because we didn't grow up with him. No one grew up with him, unless you were. Well, people did. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like the, the, the <laughs> that's our alive audience, now. <laughs> our audience. Yeah, our audience. Our most audience likely has not. Yeah. No. So this is someone who died in 1974. Right? Yeah. So yeah. it's a we're really disconnected, other than what we know of him, and you know, being this this icon. It was fantastic to see. Yeah. And I think what, what's so special about when you grow up with artists like for myself, like I grew up loving. Paul McCartney, who's still alive, obviously, but the Beatles not together anymore. It's so interesting when you discover their music when you're younger, because you discover all of their music all at once, right? So it's not like you're growing up to um, have an album come out, then a couple years later another album comes out. It's like you're growing up and you have you have the accessibility of everything, and then as you grow older, your tastes start to change. And with Elvis, like I grew up loving Elvis. My dad was a huge fan of Elvis, so was my mom. Um, and going into this movie, like it really is a shot of adrenaline when you're yeah. watching it, right? And I think it's another adrenaline rushed film. You know, like you're watching it and you're feeling it's thrilling. Like, you, like again, a very different type of thrilling from Batman, very different from Top Gun. But you know, you're watching something special. And I think Austin Butler is that something special. And I mm-hmm. think Baz Luhrmann is the only type of director who could have pulled a movie like this off 
because he has such a style to him. This movie is dazzling that way, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think any other director has his type of sensibilities to what to make an Elvis movie the way he made this Elvis movie. Yeah, man. Very exciting film. Very exciting. Damon, what else you got? You know, I'm I'm looking at my list. There's a lot of great movies here. And there's two there's two movies I'm I'm debating over, but I wanna I wanna get this out because this one was earlier in the year. Uh Turning Red. I think Turning Red was a was such a such a delight this year. Domishi, this is her first directorial debut for a feature length Pixar film, and the fact that she's a hometown hero for us, you know, a, a Toronto girl, friend of the show, friend of the show was on the show earlier this year too, uh, with Matri Ramakrishnan who's in the film and Lindsay Collins who was a producer on the film. Um, they made such a unique story, and I think this is where Pixar always shines is when Pixar is telling very specifically unique stories and the Havos movie take place in Toronto and showcase our city and showcase our culture and also showcase the story of this girl who's trying to hide who she's on the inside and she turns into a big panda because that's of course what she has to turn into um I think it's just such a such a cute film but also just such a great coming of age story that uh is more a more mature coming of age story that kids may be used to who are watching a Pixar film, but I think a necessary, a necessary story to tell. And I think that's what turning red is. It's just, it's just beautiful, yeah, really beautiful story. It really reminded me of like that, that era of Pixar where every film was so different and so original and it really, it touched on the emotional elements, but also it was fresh and new. Yeah. Um, because I, I liked soul, but it, it was, it didn't hit me as hard as I wanted it to. It didn't have as much soul as I wanted. Exactly. To, and know? onward kind of same idea there, but when, turning red came out it was just like man this is this is so good and maybe i related to it obviously because of toronto and everything that's happening there but it was just great the music everything about it i had a great time a lot of fun it's also like the story of an immigrant living with yeah yeah like just dealing with with a child living with immigrant parents right it's it's another big thing that i think a lot of us can relate to as well yeah because all our parents are immigrants right so i'm an immigrant i'm an immigrant it's true yeah, I was not born here. You guys Wrong. heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> what's what's the, the disgusting? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, is that not what you guys are going for? No, no. What's no. that word? Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I th- Turning Red was a fantastic film. Again, a movie that I didn't think I would love as much. Yeah. You know, like it, it it brought a lot of the things that I grew up with, especially being from Toronto from that time period. Yeah, to the present from the six. From the six, yeah, wasn't called the six yet though. No, animation was fantastic. Yeah. The comedy was fantastic, and the animation was so different too. Like we saw a lot of yeah. different animation styles that you know Pixar doesn't normally play with, and you saw the very the, the influence from anime and from just other just animation styles that we don't typically get, right? So it was really cool to see that. It's very Sandro true. Was a delight because Sandro we, so we've good. been oh. we we've gotten about I want to say three Pixar films in the last two years. We got Luca, we had. Turning red, and then we have Lightyear. Turning red, and soul, soul, and, and yeah. soul. Turning and red, Luca. Very onward s- before the pandemic. Very, oh, sorry, yeah. Very similar type of animation. Then you had Soul, which was classic, l- classic. Pixar. Pixar. And like, then you had let's stunt on everybody. Then show you had home. Lightyear, which is different, different yeah. than what we more realistic looking. Like more yeah. realistic yeah. looking. It looked like a like a like a cinematic movie. It looked right? like Interstellar. Yeah, but um, it's the story. The story really resonates, and I think people who haven't had a chance to watch it go watch it because yeah. it's it's a great story. It's a great film. Uh, that's been five movies so far, guys. Yeah. Uh, the next one I'm going to throw out there. Yeah, it's another great multiversal film. 
Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, great movie. It also, it was super funny, really great time. I loved it. I just had a great time with it. That one is another one that when we found out that it was being made, we're like, what is this going to look like? And why? And then when that first trailer dropped, I remember so well when that first trailer dropped, we just came out of the Uncharted screening. Yes. And we watched it. I'm like, this is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And we're like, who's directing this? Akiva Schaefer. Lonely Island. And Lonely Island's involved. And like, who's in it? John Mulaney and Andy Samberg Will and Arnett. Seth Rogen and Will Arnett. And it's like, this, whole, I think, if anything, is going to be just really funny. And then we watched it, and I was like, this is fucking great. And this is like one of the best hybrid animation <laughs> live action. Because this movie is so self-aware and knows exactly what it is. And this movie knows that it's how ridiculous it is to exist and how ridiculous CG and live action hybrids are. And I and I just love that this movie embraces all of that. And it's just so funny. Tells a story that they're, they're being like knocked off by... Um, like just like another like bootleg film. They're being bootlegged, and it's just yeah. it's just so funny that like the story that it kind of go takes you on, right? It's, it's really, got, really it's cool. great performances, and I think one of, one of my favorite characters in this movie is Ugly Sonic. I mean, oh how my do you God. make a How do you? How did they get away with yeah. that? Is what I want to know. And then they had Anthony's favorite moment, obviously, is when all the Seth Rogans oh, appeared yeah. on screen at the all same the Rogans, time. Rogan all, all the different I, Rogan I, characters. I closed my ears and, and ripped my out eyes. your eyes, yeah. Yeah. and you just heard you just heard the faint. <laughs> 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 such a funny moment though great movie, you know yeah. like again it's just such a such a funny funny film and you just see the love that was put into it right yeah yeah akiva another friend of the show another friend of the show we're just stenting on you guys right now too. fos all of our friends right He's now a, they're, they're TMP. friends of spider-man yeah yeah tmp fos yeah okay yeah makes sense i'm i'm going next yeah i think it's you yeah i'm gonna say it Okay, Marcel the show. There it is. I knew it. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, wrap it up. We with got Marcel. On. Had no right being this loving and this. Why does? Why does? I know every movie did. It's the movie you've been you waiting for me. and has no right to be this good. Why <laughs> no, doesn't like, it have a right? Anything that change like gives me some sort of reaction. You has have no, no right, right to change my when emotions. I looked, like I, I saw this movie with Anthony in the theater, and I looked over at him, and I saw a tear. You saw. His mouth was doing this weird thing, and you know it was like upside down from what it usually does. Yeah, and I'm like, hold on, is he smiling? <laughs> I was like, Anthony, are you okay? And he's like, I am enjoying things. Yeah. I'm like, what? I am feeling. <laughs> this movie was the most A24 film. Yeah, it just even though like it's a kids film, essentially yeah. it's a kids film, which is not an A24. Film, it's the most it just, A24, not A24. Yes, but it feels so A24. Yeah. And the first sequence of this movie, where he, where Marcel is traveling in a tennis ball, and that's how he gets around in this house. So cute, so cute, and it's so like it's perfect for his character to. This is how he lives, and the voice, and the story of longing, and the story of like. Dealing with change and finding family is just fantastic. The comedy is on point. I love this film. It's yeah, just beautiful. It was so beautifully well. It was so well made, and everything that we saw in this in this film just made sense. It right. worked so well together. It takes place in one house. Yeah, it didn't have to go on this extravagant adventure with a shell that talks. And the idea of it, like having this relationship with with its grandmother and loving oh, 60 minutes is so is something i would have never it, thought it's of it's, isabella it's a, and it's isabella rosalini was just so heartwarming yeah i love so it. i love and i love jenny slate there's, a, there's such an innocence to this movie day right? one buy for me beautiful film. yeah the dob for sure dob 
What else you your got? acronyms today. Yeah. Really me. I, I always two, make two acronyms. Two A, two, four films. Maybe a third. There is actually a third on the Maybe list. There's a third on my list, at least. Dan, what else you got? X. Ah, X gonna give it to you. This is what's what's so funny about X is that Anthony and I finished watching this movie. Uh, Shay, I think you were murdered that day, dude. I so I remember that morning so. Oh, you well. were dead. You were. You I were woke not up that morning, and I was like, guys, I feel like I was murdered on a movie set right now. I felt like total trash. No COVID, luckily. It was just bad sleep. Yeah, and I was like, guys, you have to go without me because these screenings are early in the morning. Yeah, I was like, please go without me. Yeah. And tell me how it is, and you guys told me how it was. But here's the thing, though. Anthony and I left the theater, and we were just like, okay, that was interesting. Yeah. And then something that was really interesting, it doesn't happen too often, we or just kept does. talking about it and talking about it, and then we were walking to the car, and we were driving home, and we just kept talking about it and talking about it, and we are like, hold on a second. Do we love this movie? And we are like, yeah, I think we do. Yeah. And then by the time we recorded our review, like an hour later... We loved it. You could go back and listen to our review of X and we kind of tell the story in more detail. But like, what a great movie. What a great premise. What phenomenal performances, I think, from uh, Jenna Ortega and from Mia Goth um, doing dual roles in the film. Yeah. Uh, this is what I want. Like, this, like I'm not a huge horror fan, but I guess I am because I'm watching a lot of these horror films. But uh, X is just such a great movie and it's just such a like the concept of it you know is that there are adult, these adult filmmakers going to this cabin to make a movie and then obviously the people who this old couple who's there starts kind of hunting them and like there's a yeah it's just it's just such an interesting premise and then you see the execution of it it's one of the most beautiful looking movies this year just because of how just simple it is it's very raw it's very raw and it just it's just, it's just so good and now that i know there's a prequel coming out there's gonna be a sequel i just can't wait for it i i want more of it i'm so down x2 x. united i believe right that's what x2. They call the second one x2. <laughs> x2 united x2 united yeah uh phenomenal movie 824 has been doing great this year with their releases yeah. oh yeah uh, Does that know, you, you have anything to add to X? Yeah, no, not really. That Daniel summed it up pretty well. He did. Like, he did something pretty to, well. Do no, I did a really good job. Do our Thank go to go do our review. Go, go listen, do our <laughs> go listen to our review of it. I, I think because yeah. it was we when we recorded that that was right like we we recorded it right after we watched it. It wasn't yeah. like this two day thing that we kind of waited. And we recorded so a lot of our thoughts and how we felt at that moment were really expressed. This raw, yeah. In that review, we fell in love with it even more in our review. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think everything that came out of x was again something i wasn't was unexpected and it revolutionized the horror genre for today's age uh -huh. you know we 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 were we were given scream which again i wasn't a big fan of scream right but there was there's horror films that just feel like other horror films this movie didn't feel like a horror film it that felt like it was watched inventing before. its own thing and it's so and it's its own thing and i think that's where x shines for me yeah that is just it's its own thing but it still pulls from all these other horror elements from our favorite horror films yeah and encompass it into one yeah. so no no absolutely absolutely four did a fantastic job with all three films this year yeah i watched it as soon as it came out at home and i was like damn that's a good movie do you um, regret not showing up no, if I did show up, I probably would have thrown up in the theater because I was I was but, feeling violent. Th that was okay. Like you could have thrown up. We in the accept corner. that. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, the next We're show down up. for it. We're I apologize. Um, the next movie, oddly enough, the one I I picked in here was Scream. I actually really really liked Scream. I had a great time with it. I screamed a lot. <laughs> um, that's the purpose of the film, I believe. Uh, but no, I had a great time with it. I think like you're making the sixth film in in a franchise that you know. The third film didn't do it for me. The fourth film's great. In fact, this is the fifth film. I said sixth. My apologies. This is the fifth film. 
And I, I had a really good time with it. I thought this was a great going back to this world. They had a great story to tell, great kills. And I just had, I had a fun time with it. I really enjoyed Scream as well, too. I like how, again, Scream films have always been very meta. And this one was talking a lot more about reboot culture and yeah. pre, re, re, requels. Re, requels. Requels. Yeah. Um, I really like that. I really like the new cast as well. So I'm excited to see, uh, you know, what friend of the show, Devin Nakoda, does next year in Scream 6. What do you think they're going to call it? Do you think they're just going to call it... Skrix. Skrix? Yeah. Do you think they're going to call Skrix. it... <laughs> do you think they're going to call it Scream 6? Scream in Manhattan. Or maybe like, you know how like when um, like Jason takes Manhattan or something like that? Scream takes Manhattan? I don't know. What they else? could be... They can do a play on that for sure. They could do yeah. a play. Yeah. They, they, there could be a play. There could be a play. There could be a live on Broadway. Um, that was not movie number nine. That was so. Oh, we're gonna, last so film. here's the thing: Do you guys want to stick to ten movies, or do you want to make it so we have three each? Well, what if the last film you you pick right now? But is it's our, Anthony's pick. Oh yeah, shoot. I'm gonna pick a film that I don't think you guys are gonna have uh, on your list because you haven't super seen it. Weird. Oh, okay. Then we know. So, and, then, okay. and then the, maybe the last one in my list would be the last in yours. Uh, well, the last in Daniel's. Well. In Daniel's, I don't yeah. think. I think we well. This is technically the last one now. This well, is this, 10. this is this is the tenth, eleven, film, twelve. But yeah, you, I feel like the next one you're gonna pick is gonna be everything on my list. that we talked about. Maybe is in the list of my list. Yes, except this film, okay. which is the okay. Black Phone. Yeah, okay. What'd you say? I don't okay, know, I don't know what accent okay. it was. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that, that's a Black Phone accent. Uh, this Black Phoneian. Scott, <laughs> Scott, uh, Scott Derrickson, Derrickson, which was Scotty D again a revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. It's a weary. Yeah, she was like, what fucking word are you saying? Rejuvenated, rejuvenated the horror genre this year. It had no right to be this good. It had no right to be this This good. is the re- rejuvenation you've been waiting for. Uh, <laughs> no, but it, it was a great film. I enjoyed my time with the Black Phone. I, I'm it, excited it, to watch And it. I go back to it a lot. And the story that was given to us, or me, was something I, I had... <laughs> The story that you was made that to so me. about yourself so quickly. Well, I watched it alone, so um, <laughs> yes, I was the only one in the theater. What? <laughs> That's scary, man. Well, I had that to, is kind of scary. It, it was like a matinee. Like, was it two o'clock, three o'clock? Yeah, so yeah. Not That's not black phone hours. Um, but no, he the, Scott did a, a great job of telling this simple story about this kid who gets kidnapped and how he's dealing with his kidnapper. And it's the movie's only an hour and thirty minutes, so you're really thrown in there but there's a lot of elements that are added in the beginning of this movie which really comes up with the most satisfying ending that i've experienced in a film because it was really satisfying Damn, i'm yeah. excited to watch it. i man. really like it. it there it's uh the the boy who's kidnapped he has a sister who does a fantastic job of playing this girl from that time period because it does take place in the 70s but just she is a pivotal part of this whole movie because of her her well i'm gonna say her gifts and it's just it's from beginning to end you're really captivated and you're really wanting to know okay how is he gonna get out of this or what how does this family deal with his kidnapping right it it gives you stranger things vibes and i think that was right after watching stranger things that you had that time period it gives you you know, Summer of Sam, that 70s where yeah. horror was like living in the 70s felt like there was a lot of horror elements. Yeah, and I think that's what you know, X did, right? Too, right? Like, yes, you feel that like, in X. It just felt more real, though, because it was about a kidnapper. Yeah. And, it, you know, we, we watched Mindhunter and we see all these serial killers and how they dealt with them in the 70s and 80s. It just brought me back to that point. So, it, it for me, it just blew me away. I loved it. 
So I'm, I'm excited to check it out then. Uh, for my last one, you know, there's... Um, do you guys want to do honorable mentions as well, too? Or Sure. Um, there's a lot. Cause, so I'll do I'll do my honorable mentions right now. Multiverse of Madness, I had a great time with this year. I, I really like that movie a lot. Uh, Cha-Cha Real Smooth uh, is another one that... It's been on my mind a lot. I think Cooper Rafe directed and wrote and starred in such a wonderful film that you should definitely watch on Apple TV Plus because it is just really, really, really good. Um, but for my last one... Hmm. I'm trying to think where I could go with this. You know, I'm going to say just... It's Morbin time. It's Morbin time, everybody. Uh, you know, I think for myself... Oh, The Northman is another one that I thought was just beautiful. Yeah. Um, but just for the pure happiness it gave me, I think Jackass Forever. Um, going to the theater and watching that and experiencing with you, Shay, who has never <laughs> seen a Jackass film, um, was just, it, was such a, it was just a fun experience. And it made me happy. And again, it gave me another feeling of being in the films... Much like the Batman, Top Gun, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Elvis, when a movie is able to incite a different feeling out of you, it's really special. And I think Jackass Forever, yeah, it's a silly, it's a Jackass movie. It's supposed to be dumb and stupid, but it made me so happy being in a theater. And that's what, that's what um, the feeling it gave me. And that's why I'm, it's been on my mind of a lasting impression of just feeling happiness in a movie theater. And again, we watch this about a week after theaters reopened here in Ontario after being closed for a month and a half, right? So, or a month, but, um, it was nice being back and it just made me just happy being in a movie theater. I remember <clears throat> what I enjoyed the most about that film was watching it with you because seeing you really happy during the movie yeah. made me happy. Like I generally looked over and you were ecstatic and I'm like, Oh dude, when they I were pogo when they were pogo hopping on, 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 his nutsack? on Aaron's nutsack and I was just like, Laughing. You were like, I've been there, and I was like, "What?" You gave me that Robert Redford, like, just nah, this like that. Yeah. She, gave, she gave him the like the man. This is a white person, white, white, white thing. <laughs> I was like, "Is this what you guys do at Christmas?" No, like, what is this? man, what is, it's what a diverse cast. Okay, no, I'm, well, is it? There's, I don't. Diverse there is not that. one guy that looks like me in that movie. Are you sure? Pretty confident, but that's not the point. That's, yeah. that's, that's not, the, not point. the point. The point of the film is. I, you know, Jumping not on having that, ever, yeah, not ever having touched a and jackass or my own, my own, um, a jack, <laughs> uh, you have them touched your own? Oh, wait, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I thought you were jumping on your own. I'm like, no, 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 no. touch, <laughs> touch, touched. Um, we're getting off topic. We're off the rails on this uh, one. I love it. Not having been a part of the jackass world, this movie, I really enjoyed it. And you're absolutely right, Daniel. It was joy. It was it was fun to see people having fun. Yeah. And again, seeing you have fun is what made me really excited about this film. So thank you for letting me come with you to watch it. Oh, of course. Well, it was also I had to come. You had to. I had to come. We had to come. We had to go. Anthony was also sick that morning. Yeah. So I chose. Had, oh no! There was a you, storm. It was a winter but storm. But then the storm didn't show up, and like, yeah, you had eh. jackass fever. At the yeah, end jackass day. fever. And like, I'm not. I don't give. A, I don't care about Daniel's. I don't give about nuts. I don't want to see Daniel happy. I also don't like watching those films because I find it like it's awkward for me to watch. I just I yeah. find crin like it's cringy. Right when there's live things like that, but yeah, I yeah. get it. It's, get not, it. it's not. It's definitely not for everyone. It is definitely not for everybody. Yeah, and even now in my uh, my older age, uh, it's hard. It's hard. Sorry. Your older age? My, You're a young man still, okay? I am a young man. I am a young man. I'm only 12 years old. But yes. What? No. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm as a going back and watching like the first Jackass 1 and 2 and 3, um watching it now, you're watching it like in a different way, right? You're like I'm wincing a lot more than I did as a kid when I was just like, yeah, watching it, yeah. you know? Yeah, shake. Round uh, take us home. Yeah, I mean, I again, the honorable mentions you have mentioned or all on my list as well. Um Yeah, I think I think 
Doctor Strange was really my tenth one. Yeah. Um, there's again the, the at least the the first nine that we've mentioned are so solidified in 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 my in my top ten right now. Yep. That that last spot can go to anything in the rest of the year. So and and I'm so curious to see at the end of the year how many of these films make it into our top ten of the whole year. I'm really curious what like we should for our next topic of the show. Oh, we should. We should each pick like three movies or come however many. Well, let's look. Let's look at the rest of the months of the year. Let's look at August to December, and let's go through each movie like we did at the beginning of the year when we went. <laughs> let's we're most anticipated. Yeah. Let's look at what's coming. Let's look at what's going to excite we'll us. That. We'll do that for next next yeah, week's next episode. week. Anthony, anything else you want to add? No. Like, well, you want me to mention my honorable mentions? Sure. Sure. Like, yeah. Well, like, I had one somewhere. more film because I. I didn't go through all. We covered them all. Yeah. So it's your last. One My last film? film was The Northman. Oh, The Northman. Yeah. yeah. We, great, great, great film. Great film. Yeah. Great uh, film. Honorable mentions: Uncharted, Sonic the Hedgehog two, Chippendales Rescue Rangers, which you talked about, yeah. Lightyear, and Cha Cha Real Smooth. Yeah. yeah. I also did a Disappointed, but we won't talk about that till the end of the year. Sure. Yeah. Unless you want me to, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, dis- disappointed uh, films of the disappointed year. Disappointed films of the year. Sure. Did I just delete my note? Oh no! Be so recently shake, delivered. Shake. Yeah. It's usually in the recently deleted. Yeah, I mean, my too. my, I'm I'm looking at my like my lists, I guess, of my my diary entries, and I'm just like, there's a lot. It's not even on Letterbox. It's an actual diary. The Daniel. Yeah, has. it's so, there's a lot of movies this year that like just this. I'll just go through my disappointed because real quick. I know we've been here for a really so long ju- time. So just to confirm, for your disappointed, these are films that you were excited about that disappointed you, yeah. or are these movies that you just didn't like this year. These are movies that I just didn't like this year, and I was surprised I didn't like. That I thought they would be better. Okay, okay, that's good. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yep, yep. The Adam Project. Okay, Fantastic Beasts. You didn't secret- like the Adam Project? No, really. I can't remember from our review. It, no. Yeah, okay. I remember. Yeah. yeah, Fantastic Beasts: The Secret of Dumbledore, yeah. Men, and Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, that's of now. Yeah, yeah. I, I think for myself again when I when I'm looking at disappointed, these are films that I was going and excited for. Yeah. So Jurassic World Dominion would definitely be number one for me still. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder is yeah definitely up there because again there are moments of that movie I like, but overall, I'm not thinking of it very too uh, much highly. Um, and yeah, everything else I think Men. Probably two. You have. I have one more honorable mention. Yeah, Lost City. I kind of. Lost City that. was fun. fun. Fun movie. Yeah, fun, fun movie. movie. Yeah, it has has moments. Yeah. Uh, even even ambulance like. Yeah. Uh, ambulance is such a ridiculous film, but I admire again. Like I said earlier, it swung for the fences of just how ridiculous it I is. I put it under honorable mentions, but then I only I only gave honorable mentions five slots, and I'm like, well, I can't. There's so many other movies, and ambulance yeah. wasn't a disappointment. No. Yeah, but it was it's, and it was something again. It's yeah. something I would watch again. Yeah, and again, I I think of disappointments as movies I was looking forward to yeah. that disappointed me because even uh, Secrets of Dumbledore I wasn't looking forward to. No, so I was like I didn't even think of it. Yeah, as a crimes of me. Crimes of Dumbledore Secrets. Whoever the second one was, Crimes of Grindelwald. Was called Grindelwald. Yeah, that one was already just disappointment. That going in for a third film really wasn't expecting much. But that was our list, at least. This is also our welcome back episode, almost two and a half hours long. Yeah, it's great. Oh my gosh. It feels good, though. Yeah, it feels it good. We covered good. a lot. It feels good. We had a lot of fun. I think what I love about these main episodes is we just get to be ourselves. Yeah. And people get to realize how shitty of people we are. Oh, yeah. It's oh. taken you two hours and 20 minutes to figure that out. Well, guess what? Go fuck yourself. Oh, no. no, no, no don't don't do leave them on that. No. Don't leave the people on that. <laughs> no, no. We, we love you guys. And again, we, we spoke about this in the beginning of the episode where we said, 
thank you for getting us to this point where we can talk about these movies, where we can do all this. And we've been getting so much support from people, and it's awesome. Like, making number three on that list, granted, I know it's just an arbitrary list, it just, it, it meant something. It meant that, oh, people are out there. They want to hear us, and that's awesome. Yes. And we're having more guests on our show soon. Little, uh, Lord of the Rings, maybe. Who knows what happens? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll have the rings in the show. The rings will be on the, the show. Rings will be on the rings, rings of rings. power. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> you're just clanking. <laughs> it's, it's, what's the evil tongue of... Uh, oh, evil tongue. The Black Elvish. Black Elvish? Isn't that the, the, the writing on the ring? Is it Black Elvish or just Elvish? Dark Elvish. I think it's Dark Elvish. Dark Elvish. Words I'll that, take your word for it. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what Gandalf refers to. Ah, okay. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this show's been going on forever. Yeah. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you're following us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. Don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Join our Discord buy our merch we look great all of us are rocking it right now too but you can't see that because this episode is not on youtube and you can email us all your hate mail at hello at moviepodcast.ca that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next <laughs>